Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. So have troubled minds. What's up, guys? It's Tuesday night, and that is one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we are not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. We go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, and that's where the conversation is. And did I mention we're live? We are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. If you want to be part of the show at any point tonight, we have an open line. 
an open line, actually several. And if you uh, have comments or questions or concerns or show feedback, all callers are welcome. I just ask that you be polite and uh, just uh, leave the profanity at home. That's all. It's a simple thing. And, uh, yeah, th- that number, of course, is right there on the screen if you're watching the stream. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord, which is uh, uh, you can find the Discord link at troubledminds.org, as well as the phone number right on top. And a Discord is a chat client. It's a voice client. It's uh, it's a very robust program these days. I'm, be- I'm becoming more and more impressed with Discord as the days go by. And uh, we actually did our very first private show, our Patreon and supporter show, uh, this past weekend on Discord uh, exclusively. So uh, if you uh, if you have not joined the Discord yet and uh, are interested in some extra content from this uh, this show, from Troubled Minds, from myself, from the community, and uh, don't don't be mistaken that uh, all of this information that you get from me it doesn't doesn't come from me. A lot of this comes from our community, uh, people sharing links and uh, ideas and everything else. So. Just uh, just uh, throw it out there. If you have not to join the Discord, please do. TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord link, and uh, you'll get more more Troubled Minds madness. All right. So uh, as a you know, we've been watching the news cycle very closely, as you are aware. It's part of the the shtick of doing the show here. Is uh, you got you got to kind of watch the news, right? You got to pay attention to what's going on. Um, and in many cases, I think uh, you know, let's say let's say most cases that. Uh, the news is basically propaganda anymore. You can't, you know, I mean, back in the day, maybe you got some propaganda. I just think it's just literally off the chain at this point. And uh, they're just, uh, you know, full on lying to us constantly. And so, um, you know, some people see value in completely disconnecting from the news, right? Like, com- just completely forget it. I, like, I'm not going to try and figure out what, what's going on or what they're saying or what they're doing. They just disconnect. And I understand. I get it. Uh, but uh, the purview of the show is a little bit, uh, a little bit different than that. We are, we are trying to uh, do some other things, and uh, it's uh, maybe get to the bottom of that, the propaganda stories, find out why they're lying to us. And I'll admit, sometimes it's exhausting. It's uh, we spend a lot of time thinking about the possibilities of what it might mean uh, that they're lying to us in this manner or that manner or whatever else have you know whatever whatever they're trying to tell us to make us believe. Uh, but I tr- uh, th- this is now this is why we do this, and this is why um, it's 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 critical to watch the news from my perspective. Is that uh, if we figure out what they want us to believe, then we can actually figure out what we should believe, right? Based on right the opposite. So, <laughs> just uh, just throwing it out there as a let's call it a theory. Let's call it a theory. Uh, but okay, so you get the idea. The, the propaganda business, and uh, like I said, we we watch the news very closely on this show, and the news for the past several weeks has been. Uh, a whole lot of uh, UFO news, in case no, nobody had noticed, in case you've been living under a rock, in case you haven't been listening to this show or many other shows, many other podcasts that, that are similar to this, uh, are, are talking about uh, this disclosure movement, right? And so as, as part of that, right, we covered the hell out of it. We've covered the hell out of it. And there's more news today. There's more stuff to cover. There's a new Elizondo uh, interview dropping today with John Greenwald, Black Vault. I mean, there's there's so much information coming out. And... Uh, it, it, it's exhausting to cover. And not only that, I understand that uh, sometimes you guys get sick of hearing the same thing over and over and over again. So, uh, you know, I watch the news and uh, I, I like to use the, the technocracy's tools against them. And so 
uh, I've pointed this out in the past, and I have a nice email set up where uh, I, I have alerts, these uh, nice Google alerts that alert me when, I, when keywords pop in the news. And uh, sadly, uh, well, just to give you some examples, I have things like mass surveillance and conspiracy and, you know, things like that, like you would expect, uh, as you hear me talk about from time to time. The paranormal, UFOs, you know, to the Stars Academy, things like this. But unfortunately, uh, I have a particular keyword, werewolf, a werewolf. It never gets any love in the news. It's weird. It's really weird to me. It's like, really? You're telling me there's no news about werewolves recently? I mean, come on. There's got to be something, right? There's got to be something. But uh, so anyway, I was uh, much to my surprise today as I was going through my uh, my news cycle scouring and uh, the keywords that I use against the technocracy. Uh, there was a story about werewolves. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, that's what we're doing tonight. So uh, there's a couple things that we're going to talk about as we kind of maybe maybe uh, kind of shimmy this into a, a werewolf tale. And uh, maybe uh, some different things regarding maybe ley lines tonight. We'll talk maybe a little bit about, uh, about uh, you know, maybe particular areas in the world that may be susceptible to these sorts of things. And possibly even uh, maybe a portal or two. You understand what I'm saying here. So in any case, uh, as part of that, we'll, we'll get to this as we continue speaking about this, but uh, uh, if anybody's been watching that Skinwalker Ranch documentary, uh, on not, well, I say documentary, but you know what I mean, wink, wink, <laughs> if it's on TV, right, in a documentary, wink, wink, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been pretty good, right? Like, sometimes I have a hard time because I, I don't like watching for 45 minutes uh, grown men digging a hole with a scary music backdrop, know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes that irritates me a little bit, but other times uh, on that show, they uh, they do some interesting things. So so, but and one of those interesting things, by the way, is uh, they're looking for a portal of sorts, right? Uh, and of course, Skinwalker Ranch, if you guys don't know, is in the Uintah Basin in. Uh, northeastern Utah, I believe, and uh, there's, it's been known to have all kinds of strange, weird phenomena, okay? Meaning UFOs, meaning uh, uh, this, this entity, they, which is known as the Skinwalker, of course, and uh, other things, right? Uh, like uh, uh, poltergeist-type phenomena. Anyway, it's, it's weird, and so one of the, the ways they're kind of looking at uh, getting to the bottom of it with uh, with some new scientific tools and things like this on the Skinwalker Ranch program is that they're they're trying to what would you say um, to figure out what's causing all this right all this madness um, and so anyway uh, let's get to the point so anyway like I said as we as we go tonight that's that's kind of the intro here is where where we got started with this and maybe why I'm going to be on werewolves and some other weird stuff tonight because uh, I, I just get sick of the same thing number one number two uh, if something jumps in the news cycle that seems interesting uh, I, I, I uh, I'm all over it so so yeah not really not really portals per se but as part of the purview so let's go let's let's go and I'll show you where I found this Let's just go straight to it. And uh, again, if you want to be part of the show at any point tonight, you know what to do. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. And we're talking about weirdness, high strangeness. Now, this is from the dailystar.co.uk. I know. Smack your forehead, the Daily Star. But there's another source that they took it from, which I'll show you in a sec. Uh, but here we go. Werewolf Hunter reveals UK's paranormal triangle where terrifying beasts gather. And uh, I thought it was fascinating because I've never actually heard of this, uh, this particular place. I guess there's a place in, uh, I'll just read it. The concentration of paranormal phenomena in Yorkshire's Wold Newton Triangle could have been triggered by the UK's biggest meteorite strike. 
according to author Charles Christian. And so this is where this kind of started. This was in the news. This is brand new. This is from uh, May 30th, 2021. And uh, it's hard for me to turn down a new article about werewolves when it hits the news cycle. So so as a result, it kind of got me thinking about uh, not just werewolves in particular in this particular area, the Wold-Newton Triangle, and uh, which we'll talk about shortly. But uh, it also got me thinking about the recent phenomena of uh, the full moon and the eclipse, the lunar eclipse that happened. Was it, a, I think it was a solar lunar eclipse? I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that in a sec. But anyway, uh, it kind of, you know, as maybe, and then, it, you know, of course, down the rabbit hole, portals. But anyway, here we go. Right, right back to the Daily Star for a sec, just to kind of set this up for tonight. Uh, so there are more reports of paranormal events in the UK than almost any area of comparable size on Earth, this article says. And East Yorkshire has a strong claim to being the spookiest area in Britain. Specifically, the area of East Yorkshire, known as the Wold Newton Triangle, named after the village which finds itself at the center of this mystical area. The area is particularly notorious for werewolf sightings. Uh, one misty night in the 1960s, a lorry driver, which of course for you North American types, a lorry is a truck. Uh, I, had to, I had to learn that somewhere back in the day, reading these uh, great, fantastic uh, UK stories, because I didn't know what the hell a lorry was, but now I know. It's a truck, so a truck driver. So anyway, I digress. One misty night in the 1960s, a lorry driver was making his way along a remote Wolds Road. As his vehicle trundled along, he glimpsed a pair of red eyes in the murk. Seconds later, a wolf-like creature tried to smash its way through the windscreen. Author, paranormal researcher, and sometime werewolf hunter Charles Christian told the whole Daily Mail in 2015, this account provides a glimpse of the weird happenings within the wold newton triangle and so so of course uh, oddly enough it, it, it gets me to to start thinking about all right so if there are hot spots like this um where we're, we're not just talking about werewolves of course uh let's go to the top here and uh it's it's not only that let's go actually go to the next one uh they say in this particular area it's not just werewolves it's dragons and fairies and other weird things right and so that's kind of the the the, the really the basis of tonight. I, I didn't really know, uh, well, what to make of it other than maybe portals, maybe Skinwalker Ranch. Maybe if there's a hot spot like this, maybe ley lines, maybe, I don't know. I don't know, right? Of course, this is, as you well know, this is not the answer show. This is the question show. But it did uh, kind of uh, trigger some questions in my mind, which I thought were uh, fascinating to me anyway. I hope they're fascinating to you. So anyway, here's a map of that, the area, the Wold-Newton Triangle, all right? And so, this is, oddly enough, on the map, they have pictures of little uh, dragons and little fairies, little wolves, you know, things like this, particular areas where, of course, these things have been seen in the past. And uh, check this out. Uh, quote, this continues from the article, quote, that part of the country was once infested with wolves, said Mr. Christian, whose book, A Travel Guide to Yorkshire's Weird Worlds, explores some of the area's horrifying tales. Up until the 18th century, there was still a wolf bounty for anyone killing them. It was known for the wolves to dig up corpses from graveyards. From that sprung the idea that they are supernatural beings who took the form of werewolves. Uh, so there, there is a legend of a Werewolf. Now, this one got me thinking, and I looked into this a little bit because uh, this is kind of a cool story. Uh, there was a legend of a werewolf called Old Stinker 
he added, a great hairy beast with red eyes who was so-called because he had bad breath. Old Stinker hit the news as recently as 2016 after reports of a sighting at the monster at Barmston Drain in Hole, which is well outside the triangle, but shows the fears remain. Uh, so anyway, a woman claimed the beast had a German shepherd in its mouth and was eight feet tall. All right, eight feet tall. Now, very similar in cases here where we have, uh, what would you say, uh, very much like like uh, Skinwalker Ranch, right? Uh, they, they've described um, large wolves at Skinwalker Ranch, like uh, uh, so large they could be nothing but actual dire wolves from the past. Uh, and some speculation now that there were portals possibly where they're kind of moving through, maybe me- moving through time or uh, some other dimension or things like this. And, uh, you know, of course, the Skinwalker Ranch lore has some uh, people actually shooting these wolves, these giant wolves that uh, tried to attack some livestock and the wolves not actually responding to bullets at all. No blood droplets. They snarled, possibly retreated, and then disappeared into the brush with no tracks. So things like this, right? So if we're talking about like a dire wolf-sized thing and uh, portals in a particular area, uh, do you think that uh, there's a, an actual correlation here of maybe this old stinker uh, werewolf story and uh, this, this particular area in the United Kingdom? I, I know we have a lot of people that listen out there in the UK. Uh, does anybody out there in the UK uh, live around this area and maybe could uh, tell us some stories? I'd love to hear it. But anyway, like I said, if you want to be part of this tonight, we're kind of talking. As you see, it's kind of a wide-ranging thing. We're kind of uh, making some connections here based on a story uh, from the Daily Mail of all places. Actually, was that the Daily Mail? I don't think so. And yeah, the, the old joke, uh, the old, the old joke on this show is that uh, it's not legitimate news if it has Kardashians in the sidebar, right? So I don't, I don't think that's a Kardashian, but uh, you, you get the point. There's a, a scantily clad young lady in the sidebar. Anyway, this is from the DailyStar.co.uk. Okay, anyway, let's uh, let's get off of that one. And then here's the other one. This is the whole Daily Mail, right? H U L L. So this one isn't exactly, um, you know, where we started or. Or, or it is, but uh, it's a little less tabloidy, let's say. But anyway, in any case, that's really the question tonight is, do you think that if there's, uh, as they say, kind of during Halloween or, you know, uh, maybe three o'clock in the morning, the witching hour, that the, the veil seems to become thin? And as a result of this, uh, maybe spirits or entities or things, whatever you want to call them, are able to move freely between worlds when the veil is most thin. Right. So that's uh, describing a time of year. Right. Of course, Halloween, of course, after after the, uh, you know, the the harvest and it's starting to become cold and death creeps in and all these things. Right. But uh, do you think it's possible that not only is it uh, maybe like a seasonal type thing when, uh, you know, the season of death approaches, per se, you know, because people, you know, freeze or starve to death or, you know, uh, historically, the wintertime has been horrific in many, many uh, parts of the world. But uh, so. Do you think that instead, very much like Skinwalker Ranch or a place like this, the Wold Newton Triangle in the United Kingdom, that there's maybe uh, the, the thin or the veil is thin year round or kind of got me thinking also with this uh, this recent uh, weird moon and eclipse and this whole thing that happened recently as well that maybe these uh, possible, let's call them portals for lack of a better term, where things kind of phase in and out of our reality or the one from which they came, 
that uh, maybe the, these lunar or celestial events uh, influence uh, these these movements back and forth very much like uh, like the werewolf of, of you know they used to say that uh, uh, they come out with the full moon right and there's some weird science behind this we'll talk about this but uh, I know that anybody that's worked in a, in, in you know a policing or a, uh, healthcare, hospitals, uh, dr- driven an ambulance, right? You have people, you know, people that, that did these things. You have people that do these things in your family, whatever. Uh, they're definitely on a full moon. Uh, the emergency rooms start to fill up with just um, random things, right? So there's like this weird violence and uh, people start just kind of spurging out a little bit, right? So uh, anyway, so influence of the moon definitely has an effect on people. I think that's a uh, pretty well scientifically established, but uh, given that, do you think, again, uh, the question of the night is, do you think that not just maybe these lunar cycles and celestial events maybe have a, a bearing on uh, these portals, like I'm maybe describing or discussing here, uh, but uh, do you think that, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's it. That's it. So there's a particular spot in England, right? And they say not just werewolves, they say dragons, they say fairies, they say all kinds of things. And it's been uh, reported for hundreds of years in this particular area. Very much like they say, like the Bermuda Triangle and some other weird stuff. What's up, Richard says, lunar ticks, like luna ticks. Exactly, right? And that's kind of based on the, uh, the Latin term there, I believe, for, for luna, which is moon. And uh, right, so, you know, crazy people come out when the moon's full. So I don't know. Uh, like I said, uh, is, is um, a particular area like this in the United Kingdom uh, more susceptible because maybe there's a portal there? Maybe there's a, um, some way where the, the, that veil, that Halloween veil, that 3 a.m. veil, where spirits or entities can cross from this world to the next, do you think it's possible that there's areas in this world, for whatever reason, very much like Skinwalker Ranch as well, that these entities can kind of come across more easily, with impunity, as they want to, as they need to, and uh, what the hell is really going on with all this? So anyway, just kind of uh, just kind of some ideas to throw out there as I saw some news. Like I said, it's difficult for me to pass up. Like I said, when you watch a news cycle as hard as I do, and I watch the hell out of these news cycles, guys, but when you watch it and you finally get some werewolf news... I'm sorry, we got to do it. We got to go for it. So that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about this weird place in the United Kingdom where they, they, they say they've seen this werewolf by the name of Old Stinker. And not just that, fairies, dragons, all kinds of weird phenomena, which kind of, again, makes me think of Skinwalker Ranch. So, yeah, that's what's going on. So I don't know. I don't know what's, uh, what's up with this. Like I said, uh, I don't have the answers. I'm the questions guy. And that's part of what we do here is maybe look at some of the stuff and ask some of the more uh, esoteric questions that uh, really don't get a lot of play anymore and, uh, in the mainstream media. But, but I was pleased to see that the news cycle actually had some werewolf type of uh, situation news and whatnot. So, so, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff uh, for me. Uh, good to maybe pull my head out of the UFO news. I hope you feel the same with all of the... Uh, just the, the mass mass coverage of all this UFO stuff has been a little bit insane. Just been a little bit insane. Uh, but okay, so so in any case, uh, that's what's happening tonight. We're talking about... So the possibility, again, is this to me. So if there's a particular area in the world where uh, entities can cross over from the other side, whatever whatever you believe that is, whether that's a, an, a dimensional thing or whether that's from, uh, you know, the depths of hell or, where, again, I'm not, this is not Bible class, this is not a theology sermon. You believe what you want to believe. But if they're coming from somewhere, where are they coming from? And are there areas on this earth that are more predisposed 
a la portals for these things to come through. That's really what we're talking about tonight. And uh, yeah, yeah. I hope uh, I hope it piques your interest and curiosity, and maybe uh, maybe you appreciate it like I do that uh, you can look at a news cycle and not want to punch yourself in the face because you got some sweet news about werewolves and uh, this particular area in the United Kingdom. So anyway, that's what's up. That's what's going on tonight, and we are taking your phone calls on this. If you guys uh, have any have any uh, just whatever takes on this, you wanna you wanna discuss the portal phenomena. You think that uh, yeah, maybe there's something to this. It might have something to do with the celestial events, maybe the lunar cycle or ley lines or you name it. it kind of all that's out in the open. That's what we're talking about. And uh, like I said, thank goodness for a new cycle that's not nothing but aliens. So here we go. Uh, once again, this is Troubled Minds. My name is Michael Strange. You want to be part of the show tonight? Give us a call at seven zero two nine five. 1037 that's 702-957-1037 and more talk of portals werewolves ley lines all kinds of crazy stuff after the break don't go anywhere we'll be right back time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We are streaming on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls. Tonight, we're talking about portals, werewolves, ley lines, particular areas of the world where entities cross through possibly easier. If you know anything about this, I'd love to hear from you. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, let's go. Let's do it. Let's kill this music. Where's the, where's the kill the music button? 
There it is. All right. So uh, we do have a phone call coming in. We'll take that in just a sec. But uh, like I said, it uh, it definitely warms my heart just a little bit here to to not have to talk about aliens again. You know what I'm saying? It's like this news cycle has just been drenched and drenched and drenched in aliens. And I'm not... I'm, I'm, uh, don't uh, don't get me on a tangent. I'm getting myself on a tangent. But, you know, it's just uh, the same thing over and over and over again. Like I always say in the other show, I do another show, by the way, called uh, Troubled Minds News. I just rebranded it. Everything's going to be on one podcast RSS feed instead of two. It's a little convoluted, hard for people to find. So we're just going to consolidate everything. But I do a news show on Twitch Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific. You can catch it live there. And then archives go to YouTube after that. Uh, but But oddly enough, I say on that show that repetition is the uh the the easiest form of brainwashing right uh and so this is kind of when you get a news cycle that's just drenched in ufos um it makes me wonder uh what the hell is going on with uh with again right uh, with with the 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 propaganda process and what they want us to believe um so i was about to go to this phone call but then they hung up so anyway we're taking your calls if you uh, you know anything about this you have any theories about what's happening with this uh this area maybe united kingdom maybe an area like skinwalker ranch where these things uh you know skinwalker ranch in particular it's said that uh uh, possibly uh, people crawl through wormholes or entities crawl through wormholes at this particular area of the world. But there's another place in, uh, in the United Kingdom, and it's known as the Wold Newton Triangle. And it's regarded as one of the most mystical areas of the country, and that's in the United Kingdom. So, And they say very similar things. They've got uh, ancient stories of a, a particular werewolf that goes by the name of Old Stinker. Old stinker. And what that means is uh, he has bad breath. So uh, apparently somebody got close enough to him or maybe it's so bad that you don't have to get that close. But you get the idea, right? There's a, a old werewolf stories, dragons, fairies from this particular area. So I can uh, go through a, a few of these stories to give you just get, to give you guys examples and let you know uh, where uh, where. Where, where I'm coming from tonight, like I said, it's a little bit all over the place. So uh, we're going to we're going to kind of uh, hope, hope that uh, hope that this makes sense. Like I said, sometimes it all makes perfect sense in my mind. And other times it uh, it, it makes no sense at all. <laughs> it makes no sense at all. Uh, OK, uh, that was uh, that was Night Stalker says my bad. Oh, that was me. I was trying was working and trying. Yeah, yeah. Call back later. No sweat, man. No sweat. It's all good. Okay. So uh, uh, no no problem. All right. So again, if you guys want to be part of the show, phone number's up 702-957-1037. All good. But here we go. L- let's just read a couple of stories from this particular area. And so like I'm saying here is that uh, the, the question for me tonight is this. Uh, with places like Skinwalker Ranch or places like this, the Wold Newton Triangle in the United Kingdom, where they say there's all kinds of strange phenomena that have been happening for happening for centuries, not just recently, we're talking centuries, or other places like, uh, you could say, the, the Bermuda Triangle, the actual Bermuda Triangle, right? Things like, places like this in the world. is uh, You know, Alaska is one of them, where they say that uh, many people end up missing because there's some sort of uh, a possible mystical force, right, that's out there in the in the, the corners of the world where people do not reside as of yet, right, because uh, Alaska is such a such a deep wilderness. But, but in any case, uh, that's the question tonight do you really think that uh there are areas in this world where maybe uh, entities can kind of come through from the other side whatever that other side is i leave that up to you but uh, are there areas uh, that are more susceptible to this 
and, uh, you know, maybe haunted areas of the world, or I guess you could probably maybe uh, loop some of the uh, maybe famous graveyards, like the one in, that one in Paris. I can't remember what it's called because my French is awful. But uh, there's, a, there's a really famous one in Paris that is said to be haunted. I guess you could probably put uh, some really large uh, cemeteries into this, into this same sort of thing as well as uh, maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know the theories here. Like I said, uh, I leave that to you guys. I'll just kind of speculate and kick the can down the road here until we get some phone calls. But there's some stories to tell uh, from this article, which is fantastic, by the way. I did link it back in the uh, uh, back in the chat so you guys can follow up on me as usual. Like I said, I prefer that you guys see my sources so you see I'm not just flat out making stuff up. Uh, you know, like we're, we're out there sometimes drink a lot of the maybe juice with some of these some of these things. But um, it's a little bit weird to me that um, that, you know, this these fun stories don't get a lot of coverage as much as they should. So so here we go. Uh, this is so the Bermuda Triangle of East Yorkshire, inhabited by werewolves, dragons, and fairies. And this is from the whole Daily Mail. And here's just a few stories. Like they're short, so let's let's burn through a couple of these, so you see kind of what I'm looking for and where we're headed with this tonight. Where this uh, kind of piqued my interest because, like I said, UFOs, UFOs, UFOs on the brain. But here we go. So they say this particular area again, the Wold Newton Triangle in the United Kingdom, is uh, plagued by werewolves. Uh, so the tales that most dominate are those of werewolves. One misty night in the 1960s, oh, here we go, this is the same one, a lorry driver was making his way in the remote Wolves Road. As his vehicle trundled along, he glimpsed a pair of red eyes in the murk. Seconds later, a wolf-like creature tried to smash its way through the windscreen. Author Charles Christian told the Daily Hole Mail in 2015, and there we go, there's one. Here's another one, Old Stinker. So this guy in particular, Old Stinker, hit the news as recently as 2016 after reports of a sighting of the monster at Barmston Drain in Hull, which is well outside the triangle, but shows fears remain. And Old Stinker, of course, is that particular werewolf that's uh, been sighted in this area for hundreds of years. All right. And so anyway, uh, a woman claimed the beast had a German shepherd in its mouth and was eight feet tall. Very much kind of like I said, uh, regarding um, regarding the. Uh, the Skinwalker Ranch phenomenon, right? It's the same sort of thing. It seems very similar to me, uh, but is it? I think that's the question. Maybe, maybe these things are similar. Maybe they are not. So here we go. We got a phone call. Let's go to this and uh, let's talk about whatever we're talking about. You're on Trouble Lines. It's Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike. It's uh, Derek, the Night Stalker. What's up, buddy? How are you, man? Hey, man. Talking about weird stuff. You know what we uh, do? <laughs> What's that? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great show tonight. Um, this, uh, like the triangle ley line portal thing, is kind of right up my alley. It's kind of my, uh, my main focus of my research is, is on, along like ley lines and portals and stuff. And we have one, uh, up near me in Massachusetts called the, uh, Bridgewater Triangle, which, like, I don't live that close to. I live, like, probably 50 miles away from. I'm closer to New Hampshire, so I don't really know a ton about it. Um, but it's very similar to the other, port- the other triangles you're talking about. Um, it has, like, werewolves and dogmen and Bigfoot and red-eyed creatures and, like, puckwudgies and stuff. Um, a lot of people, like, credit the uh, King Philip's War, like the war with the uh, colonists versus, like, Native Americans in Massachusetts um, as to why uh, it's, like, such a hotbed for paranormal activity. But it was known as a, as a sacred spot from before the war, that war ever started. So it's my belief that these battles and these, like, uh, kind of a big events are like bloodlettings on these sacred spots. Like I live near, I live in the town that had the most, um, witches killed during the Salem witch trials. And it's like, a, it's, like it's, an, it's an exact mirror of the town where the witch trials were held in England. And like the first person killed 
was a person who was like um who killed like the king of england um like 30 years before and he had fled so there's a weird like chain of events that kind of wrap around all these all these things like almost as if like the early americans were like consecrating these like hallowed lands for like their own purposes you know what i mean like gettysburg is the same way like it had paranormal activity pre-civil war there was like green orbs and weird red-eyed creatures before the civil war so i think like a lot of times these battles and things happen on these sacred spots but um if you want to get into like why i think it's uh they're like mystical it's i i, I kind of um think of them like uh almost like like terminals like plane terminals where all different kinds of high strangers can come in and out of these regions, but it doesn't mean they're all like the same thing. It doesn't mean like they're all going to hell and they're all demons or they're all going to space and they're all UFOs. It's almost like it's just these, it's just this, this place where kind of the different realities rub up against each other. This nexus point is a term that they use kind of in comics, like a nexus. Like, so you, you go to this region the same way you go to an airport, but then from that region, you can, you can take flights, you can take portals to, to whichever realm you're going you're going to and i've noticed in my research that it's highly connected to um mystical source waters quote unquote which is like rivers and creeks and and springs in particular like um a lot of the ancient sites have springs at, uh, at them so like skinwalker ranch for instance it's not just skinwalker ranch that's haunted it's that whole area it's, it's, a, it's a basin it has like five different rivers like the strawberry river and a, like a few other ones that i don't know but um the the, the season finale of uh, the first season of Portals to Hell was at a hotel, was at a, was at an inn, the Strawberry River Inn, which is across the river from Skinwalker Ranch. So a lot of the, in the Bridgewater Triangle, it's on a giant marshland. A lot of these are connected to, to marshlands and like wetlands and rivers and, and that kind of stuff. Like, like in marshlands and rivers, I mean, I mean, marshlands and swamplands are places where um, the ancients considered um, the veil to be then. It's where on our plane, on the 3D plane, the land meets the water. But in the metaphysical planes, it's where the realms merge too, you know, so they could, they consider it to, to be sacred. Um, I'm kind of rambling. Cause I'm trying to get it all in quick, but, uh, that's okay. That's basically it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just a couple of quick questions for you then. So, so do you think that, uh, there's yeah. something specific with the land then, like, like with the water in particular, like you described, or do you think yeah. that, like you said, the natives maybe had, uh, maybe ritualized a curse of sorts in these particular areas? Is it some, is it related or those uh, two I, different things? I think it's, I think it's natural. Um, this is like a long, this is maybe its own episode we can, we can talk about, but I believe there's something called like, I call it the ley line portal grid. It's, it's also called the, uh, the world grid or like the Templar line grid where, where the, the same way we have, um, chakra points on our bodies and like acupuncture points are like vortexes that are being open and closed. So the same way our body has that the earth body or any celestial body has these spots too. And that's like, honestly, what I believe is to be a major chunk of information that the elites have that we don't have is they know where these spots are. They know where these, these like, like because they, uh, stole them from native Americans or, or that's just, that's what, this is what they study like very closely. This is like why, why map makers are so important back in the day. This is like a huge part of, of the information. So they know where these spots are. And then by having like control over these spots, it's almost like whack-a-mole where they're not always open. But like every once in a while, they'll pop open or they'll, they'll activate. And if they have custody over all, the, over all these spots, they can manipulate them at, the, at will or use them at will, or like mess with them when they're when they're not when they're not open. Like CERN, for instance, 
CERN is built on a, a place where the ancients considered to be a hellmouth. It's, it's considered to be on a spot where the worlds merge. Like all of these things, like for the end goal of being to kind of, like I use the analogy of a whack-a-mole, like what if you're trying to get the tickets inside a game of whack-a-mole, but you don't have the key to get inside. You, like, you don't have a way to get in the thing. You would, you would kind of mess with the game itself. You would wait for a mole to pop up and you would like grab it and not let it go back down. You would wait for a mole to pop up and push it and not let it come up. You would like pour liquid on the holes. You would like, if you had magic, you would do magic spells. You do like any kind of stuff the same way rain dances manipulate the fabric of reality. They're trying to manipulate. If you manipulate these spots, these torsion spots, then you manipulate all of reality with the end goal being to collapse reality and let in the old ones, basically to, to, to tie in with that. But like, that just means that's a, that's a long way of saying that these, this grid is a natural existing thing on every planet. Um, I think it's honestly what the real secret space program is. It's portal travel via the system. Um, but the Native Americans knew about it. Every indigenous culture knew about it. And that's why kind of like these conquistadors went around for hundreds of years mapping out all these spots before they chucked a bunch of uh, persecuted religious people to go live on it like 100 years later. It's, it's, they went around and they, 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 they got it all up. So basically now it's, it's either government buildings, military installations, like Raytheons, Lockheeds and stuff, churches. Um, like I think a lot of the protests that were happening last year are on these spots, like, um, but also like reservation areas. That's why Native American reservations are, are, are usually uh, hot spots for these areas. And also um, like golf courses, anywhere that is controlled by the powers that be, essentially. And it's a naturally, it's naturally existing. The indigenous cultures around the world could see it or like knew it too as part of their culture. So they built their mystical sites around that. And like, I don't know, now like over the last, hundred years or whatever the term like haunted and like cursed land or whatever has become like the norm but i don't think that's i think that's like honestly on purpose i think it's more so this is a natural system a natural grid all over the all over the cosmos and uh it's being co-opted i'll let you go I'm, i know i'm rambling but uh no, you're very good. dense uh you're good man I, I appreciate the call thank you that's derek from massachusetts the night stalker yeah. thanks for taking time out from out of work to call us man uh, great stuff as always we'll talk to you soon uh, there, there you go, guys. Good stuff. Uh, like, like uh, I think that's a that's a good sum up of many of these things. Is that uh, I was going to get to that. That's part of the purview of the show tonight. Is this uh, this uh, this grid right known as ley lines? And uh, I was wondering uh, in in uh, I didn't get a chance to do do like the deep dive and the research on this and find out uh, where these uh, suspected ley lines cross. But it has been said that uh, in areas like this, like Skinwalker or this uh, this triangle, uh, the Bermuda Triangle, possibly, or uh, this uh, what is it called the uh, the Wold? What is this? The Wold Newton Triangle in the United Kingdom is uh, is in particular that uh, it's, it's possible that these these ley lines cross in these areas. There, there's this nexus that uh, Derek was talking about, that meaning that uh, it is it is a paranormal. Um, hotspot of sorts and that for lack of a better term that's really what this what these types of things tend to be right and so as a, as a result of that what does it mean though so uh so he's so uh, and i know i've talked to derek in the past and uh, we both kind of agree that i uh, that and i don't want to speak for him i'll speak for myself is that there's probably uh a some sort of um 
what would you call it? A secret society of sorts that, uh, you know, that you can call it the elites or you could call it whatever you want to call it that I, I don't know. I don't know who those people would be, but, but that are basically trying to tap into this, uh, this grid, this nexus grid of, uh, these portals or what, what have you to maybe bring in, uh, something very much like stranger things. You guys have seen stranger things, right? It's, it's actually referring to the Montauk project, uh, back in Montauk, New York, Camp Hero, that whole bit. And so part of that, uh, part of that whole deal was that uh, uh, there, it's portal magic of sorts. And they found these portals that actually bring, uh, they open up and they allow things like in, in Stranger Things, the, the Demogorgon, right? The Demogorgon to come through. And so it, it makes me wonder, right? Is this, is this where we're headed? Is this why uh, so much uh, uh, evil in the world by, by elites in particular? Uh, and part of, part of the purview of the show is that, the up, these upside down that we live in, kind of really talking about stranger things a little bit here, is that uh, it seems like uh, if, these, if these are hotspots, areas of portal magic per se, uh, that sit on these ley lines or these nexuses or the rivers, or depending, right? And again, rivers and the mystical powers, uh, witching. There's a reason why people get the sticks and it does its thing, right? And and they can find they can find these rivers with uh, sticks. It's a uh, it's it's an old old magic here we're talking about. Uh, uh, if you if you read C.S. Lewis, right? Deep magic from before the dawn of time was uh, the name of one of his chapters there in the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And I think that's kind of what we're talking about here, in the sense that uh, you know I'm not I'm, I don't know a lot about magic and these things other than like abstract terms. So don't. Don't paint me that way. I'm not a magician here. I'm not trying to uh, cast some spells on the radio and turn you into something, you know, a frog or something. It's not like that. It's just that uh, I think I think that uh, you know, given some of these hot spots like uh, this this particular place in England, uh, again, Skinwalker Ranch, uh, like uh, Derek said up there near him in Massachusetts, uh, maybe Gettysburg, like you said, that uh, these these spots seem to be out there. And uh, again, so let's go to Skinwalker and this phenomenon. So we're talking about these huge wolves, right? Like these gigantic wolf type creatures that they can only really describe as a uh, as a a dire wolf, like I said uh, previously, is that it's actually a freaking dire wolf, you know, because the thing is so huge that it doesn't really uh, meet any known species alive today. But these things are seen at Skinwalker Ranch from time to time. And then this other one, Old Stinker, they said in the United Kingdom, they call it a werewolf. But of sorts, this thing was a wolf that was eight feet tall and had a German shepherd in its jaws. Think about that. The German Shepherd is a big dog. That is a big dog. And if you have something super huge that's big enough to just have the German Shepherd in its mouth like that, that's a giant thing, right? So anyway, uh, lots, lots of stuff here. Lots of interesting things to kind of, uh, many rabbit holes, let's say. But I do think that uh, that was really the discussion tonight. And really when I started looking at this article, like I said, I was excited to see something recent in, in, in the news cycle that it was actually talking about werewolves. And so uh, I, I'm a little bit giddy here regarding that. And uh, some of this, I don't know, it's, uh, it, it is nice to not be able to talk, you know, politics or surveillance state or uh you know <laughs> ufos or the things we normally do so it's nice to kind of peel off a little bit and maybe uh work in some portal magic and some uh, uh bermuda triangles and uh this this place the the world newton triangle places like alaska things like this right i think i think it's important to kind of work some of this in uh just to expand not not, not my mind but maybe um uh, your mind to the possibility of things that may be happening out there. But anyway, so I do want to hear your theories, right? Regarding this, like I said, uh, I'm going to put the phone number up again. We had a great call from Derek there. As always, Derek always has great stuff. Yeah, that's the Night Stalker on uh, S-T-O-C-K-E-R. 
and uh, you can find him on the Fringe FM um, uh, Discord, which you can go to fringe.fm slash chat, and it'll take you straight to uh, straight to the Discord if you want to uh, ask Derek some questions because he's got some fantastic theories, in my opinion. Very, very good stuff. So, okay, so like I said, we're taking your phone calls tonight. If you have theories about this, uh, I think that was a pretty good one there from Derek. Uh, but what do you think? Do you think that uh, there's some sort of curses here, like they've said at Skinwalker Ranch, that the, uh, the Ute tribe was cursed by the Navajo? Or, the, yeah, the Navajos cursed the Utes, I think is what it was, uh, because they had enslaved them or something like this. And so that land was cursed from time immemorial. And as a result, it gets these skinwalkers, right? It gets this bizarre phenomenon. It gets these lights in the sky. It gets portals opening up and uh, these trickster entities or demons or skinwalkers or whatever you want to call them, uh, kind of stomping around the land, doing things and uh, acting like poltergeists, really, right? Uh, So that's that's what we're talking about. So uh, good stuff. Uh, Again, like I said, it's it's nice to to maybe see something in the news cycle that uh, really uh, changes your mind about, uh, well, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm just sick of UFOs, to be perfectly honest. I'm just sick of UFOs. So this is a nice change for me. So again, looking for your theories tonight. If you want to be part of the show, give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. I'll read it again in just a minute. But but that's the question, right? So do you believe there are particular areas of the world where uh, they are these nexus points? And I'm going to steal that from from, uh, Derek there, because fantastic way to to sum it all up. Uh, Nexus points where that veil is thin. And these entities, whatever they might be, whether you call them spirits or demons or dragons or fairies or old stinker or werewolves or whatever you want to call them, uh, can they come through with more frequency in these particular hot spots, these nexus areas of maybe ley lines and some other things? So we got some more of this to talk about as we go tonight, but that's what's on my mind. I hope uh, I hope you're, uh, you're, you're following, following me me on this journey because like i said it's sometimes it's uh it makes perfect sense in my brain but uh you you kind of say it out loud and uh you realize maybe you're just all over the damn place so anyway uh, anyway as we uh as we head to a break here like i said phone numbers up if you guys want to be part of the show this is troubled minds i'm michael strange 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 Give us a call. Love to hear your take on this. Do you think that this is uh, just a bunch of uh, hogwash folklore? I'm open to that as well. Or do you think there's something more sinister here? Do you think it's something more like, oh, I don't know, uh, nexus points? The veil is thin in particular areas of the world, and we don't even know what's coming and going from our dimension to the next. Anyway, looking for your phone calls. Thanks for listening. Don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds. After the break.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Children in Ukraine have been wounded and are traumatized by the violence. UNICEF is on the ground providing health, hygiene and critical emergency supplies. Please go to unicef.org to donate now. Thank you. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness good evening and welcome to troubled minds radio i'm your host michael strange and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds what's up guys this show is live if you want to be part of the show tonight the number to call is 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 that's a las vegas area code you can also join the discord it's free it's a chat client voice client troubledminds.org phone number and the discord link right on top of the website you can't miss it we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive, broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And this is a show, of course, where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. And that's what we're doing tonight. The topic tonight is actually many-fold. It's not just werewolves at this particular area in the United Kingdom that may be a hot spot for the paranormal, or Skinwalker Ranch, or the Bermuda Triangle. The question is this. If there are hot spots, paranormal hot spots in the world, what causes these things? And not only that, uh, do you think they're dangerous dangerous places. I mean, uh, you know, uh, like Derek said when he called again, great call Derek, he was uh, kind of describing this as maybe uh, these haunted, these things have been uh, deemed haunted as a way to maybe keep people away, to keep people wary, uh, while while uh, 
people at large are actually trying to harness the power of whatever these things happen to be. And, uh, you know, of course, if we have ley lines crossing, if we have natural phenomena, if we have all kinds of different things that possibly may may generate this uh, wormhole type effect between realities, then um, that's what we're talking about tonight. Like I said, it's not as simple as werewolves in the full moon. I think it's uh, probably a little bit more in depth than that. But we got a f- couple phone calls, so let's go straight to these guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, waiting for so long for us. Appreciate that. Paul in New Hampshire, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mike. How are you? I, I got a weird connection right now. You're a little echo. Can you hear me all right? I hear you perfectly, my friend. Go right ahead. All right, cool. Hey, you know, it's it's, it's pretty cool you're talking about these things because I was just going to do a little research about this uh, within the last weekend or so about the ley lines and whatnot more than them. I guess, you know, you know I'm going to be honest with you. When we get into these things about werewolves, ghosts especially, I've been dealing with some paranormal people lately. But the, the ley line thing has me interested. Um, you know, with that being said, I think there's enough evidence there when you look at where these things are. And, you know, I think you said it. We're getting, we're getting sick of UFOs. But I think this is kind of my segue into what you think about this and why this happens is the fact that you, you actually do have a lot of good information on these things. And not only information, evidence. Um, people that have uh, been pilots flying for certain airlines. Um, I could bring up names. I'm not going to do that right now. But um, these guys actually did studies of these things. And then you also have the fact that some military bases have shown up in some of these spots right along these ley lines. You know, if we start at the pyramids, we can draw lines across the the globe and go into these ley lines. And the Bermuda Triangle just happens to be right in one of these pinpoints. But I, I, I think the main information there is that you also have plenty of megalithic structures, um, places where the Vikings lived, the Phoenicians. Um, you go right into England, um, where some of these crop circles have shown up over the last, you know, 40 years or so since this has been going on. Um, and these people actually, you know, saw this, and they weren't the only ones. The government knew about this and then started to build um, what seems to be military bases along these places. So was there some kind of energy thing going on in, you know, with the earth and this and that, but here's my, you know, kind of, my kind of thought on this is that it seems to be when you bring up these other things, ghosts, uh, spirits, okay, whatever we've all dealt with poltergeists at one point, which you can also use this in, in, in retrospect to bring up information about abductions that, you know, you know, there's a correlation between abductions and poltergeist activity and were they actual ghosts or maybe it was alien. Um, but, you know, werewolves and all that. You know, I'm, a, I'm an evidence kind of guy, Mike. I think you know that. And, and you know, I think that's where I'm going with this. It's like, where's the evidence for all of these other things that isn't a fake video, that isn't somebody bringing it up online or um, anywhere else for that matter, on, on, on a show that's getting millions of viewers every night, like Paranormal Caught on Camera. 
on um, Travel Channel that shows nothing but fake crap and then <laughs> sticks a real one in here once in a while. Yeah, well, uh, well, it's the truth. I mean, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Mike, how do we how do we sift through all of this to get to the actual facts? And um, I think there's enough information for anybody like you or I. And I'm pretty sure you've done the research too. You talk about it so well that I think the proof is in the pudding there. Um, and yet, we here we all come back to the same rhetoric in that. Well, are there aliens and are we sick of the UFOs? Well, I think that's the other part of this is that, well, yeah, we're sick of it because we already know the truth. And when are we, when is the actual truth going to come out? And again, I go back to this every time we talk and every time I talk about it on my channel is that we're never going to get there. It's just a nonstop barrage of, um, of so much confusion that how do we get to the real stuff? Yeah, and, and well, and I think that's just part, that's part of being alive, man. I mean, unfortunately, that's this is this is our lot in life as humans. We're not meant to know some of these secrets, in my opinion. Uh, so, so unfortunately, we have to sift through a bunch of phony stuff, you know, like clickbait, propaganda, and all the yeah. all the BS they try and put on TV. Like, you know, I agree with you that show you mentioned. I'm not going to say <clears> it because, well, you know, let's not let's not give them some some press they yeah, don't deserve. But uh, I, but there, there I are show, yeah, there are shows out there that are ba- just basically full of fake stuff. You know, and they put it out there and they're like, oh, what about these my- the mysteries of the netherworld? And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, that's CGI. That's bad CGI. <laughs> like, Come on, bro. Uh, but, but well, I mean, again, here we are instead, right? I mean, and I think it's part of the... Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know what the uh, other than you know the money, the money thing, the profit motive there. I don't know what what the the agenda would be other than that because it, it seems like uh, you know very much like I believe there are some conspiracy movements that are probably uh, you know uh, co- uh, covert operations meant to subvert like actual conspiracies. You know, I think that's that stuff definitely exists, but uh, you know maybe on like a, 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 a crappy cable program. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think they're just clickbaiting it up, but 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 anyway, but okay. But so what? Yeah. So so what do you think then about this portal stuff, uh, the the ley lines, the portals, and the rest of well, this? Do you think there's something to this then, or or do you think we're just kind of a well, witching our stick in the air, and getting no no water? If you know what I mean. <laughs> well, you know, as, as far as portals go, I think most of the most of the actual evidence that you're looking at now. A lot of the, you know, video evidence, and again, when we're talking about physical evidence, you have to look at the ley lines and where these places were built. So is it possible? Yes. Um, is it something that I think that we can prove right now, which is factual evidence is a kind of no. And I get back into what I've been saying. It seems to be a nonstop rhetoric of, well, look, there was a rocket that launched in Norway and, oh, it's a portal. And, it, you know, it's what it was. It was a rocket. Um, this has been going on for years of this disinformation campaign to take your mind away from the real things at hand because they're never going to tell us these. So it's a nonstop barrage. You know, is it possible? Of course. Um, but do I think it's something that's provable right now? Even if you go into the Hadron Colliders and, and the tests they're doing and, and you know, uh, and science right now and, and the, all the theories that have come forward. I think in a day and age now when we have more surveillance than ever, more um, more um, accessibility to information 
that this is the reason why they keep throwing these things out there is to take our minds away from the real problems at hand. And that is the fact that, well, we're in a, in a, in a world that's controlled by government with people that have all of a sudden become complacent with no matter what you hear, you're going to believe. And I see this a lot, by the way. Um, it's so easily, it's so easy for a website to get a bunch of followers. And, you know, I, I'm just saying on the cuff, doesn't matter what I could put up a page about unicorns tomorrow for I word it right. Everybody's going to believe in unicorns on my page because I thought I saw a unicorn one day. Well, you know, you were in the field. It was a deer. It had, you know, it was a spike horn. <laughs> hey, man, uh, come on, Paul. You know come, come on, you can't, you can't burst my bubble and tell me unicorns aren't real, bro. This is this is the wrong show for that. Come on, <laughs> man. come on, man. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, you know, I, you know what? They taste really good. By the way, we're very tender. Um, I. You know, not saying, you know, fishing game hopefully doesn't show up at my house. I have a couple of horns hanging on my walls, by the way, guys, that, uh, you know, just saying. But, you know, I think you get my point. And it just seems to be this not an ongoing rhetoric of let's fill the, the field with so much information that, you know, how do you, you know, I don't want, I hate what, to say that people are easily influenced, but it seems to be it's not that hard at this moment in time that for people that are, you know, a little younger that haven't seen what it was like to have fake, um, uh, you know, bodies and, and, you know, watch a Sam Raimi movie and what demons look like with <laughs> egg whites on their eyes. And, and, you know, and now it's okay. You know, all, all you take is some egg whites and some eyes and now demons are real too. Um, you know, let's, you know, it's what it is. I think we need to get to the meat and potatoes, the truth. And it just seems to be very hard with all of these things. Oh, Mike, honestly, we're talking about Bigfoot earlier. I heard you. When's the last time you saw good footage? And that was the Patterson footage. And uh, they eventually stabilized that, made it look really good. And if you look at that footage, the guy's got the bottom of his feet are white because it's leather boots. And it was like, man, that really kind of dejected me. I would wish well, Bigfoot that footage was real. That's some of the stuff that made me really want to do what I do because I thought that was real. And then when I saw it stabilized and actually analyzed it, I came to the conclusion that that's just a guy in a suit. And uh, there's a lot of guys in suits right now. So, you know, careful <laughs> with what you look at and what you go through. Careful what you ask for, because you might get a Bigfoot in your backyard, and it might be a dude in a suit. Paul, you're the yeah, best. Right. I appreciate the call. Everybody follow uh, Paul, the New Hampshire UFO hunter, New Hampshire UFO hunter on YouTube. Thanks for the call, my friend. We got a call behind you. We got to go. You're the best. Uh, as always, we'll talk to you soon. I love you, Michael. Good job. Great show. Thanks, I'm bro. Out. Thanks, listen. bro. Appreciate it, man. Talk right, to you bye. soon. Talk to you soon. All right, there you go. We're taking your phone calls tonight, guys. We're talking about this portal stuff, right? The Bermuda Triangle, uh, this place in uh, the United Kingdom known as, I have to look it up again because I'm not from the United Kingdom. You forgive me. The Wold Newton Triangle, W-O-L-D, Wold Newton, just like it sounds, is uh, one of the most regarded as one of the most mystical areas of the country. So the Wold Newton Triangle, we've got the Bermuda Triangle, we've got places like Skinwalker Ranch, and uh, these 
these nexus points, uh, maybe ley lines or what have you, is this uh, is this a way that, uh, let's say a hotspot, paranormal hotspot, I don't know, what is all this stuff? That's really what the question is tonight. We're uh, just kind of taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037. You can go to troubledminds.org. That's the official website. Phone number and the Discord link is there. And uh, let's, uh, let's go to Matt in California. Now, thanks for the call, Matt. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mike. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm glad to see werewolves in the news. Something different. Yeah, me too. Amen to that. <laughs> I'm just joking. I called to talk about uh, magnetic fields and ley lines. Uh, okay, so these like these uh, magnetic fields are talking about all stuff we're talking about tonight, like werewolves and ghosts. Um, you know, it's, we call it the woo, the crazy, right? The weird stuff. Uh, it's all theories and speculation. But these uh, magnetic fields, you know, this is more like a science. Um, that, you know, it's not really crazy. Uh, so the Earth has a liquid iron core and it shoots out magnetic fields and it shoots them out from the Earth out into space and they loop around and that's why they call them dragon lines because they kind of look like a loop in the sky or they loops. And then um, so the, the magnetic fields of the Earth actually protects us from the UV rays from the sun. So without those, we would not exist. So I think maybe we should be talking about it a little more because, you know, thank you <laughs> for being existing. <laughs> Because we wouldn't exist without them. Uh, the UV rays, you know, it blocks the UV rays. Okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, okay, so do you okay. think it's related, okay. though, to this thing? Or do you think it's so, something completely different? Uh, or um, or okay. if you're not... And then... Um, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and then, um, so, uh, then, um, like, when we're, like, investigating, you know, ghosts, um, they use, like, magnetic field detectors and things like that. Um, so whenever there's, like, a disturbance in the magnetic field, that's where your ghosts and your things that cross over, I guess. And so these uh, loops, these ley lines, they um, loop, and wherever they cross, um, if you map it out, you can see, like, around the world that where they cross um, places of power. So, like, uh, the you know, Pyramids of Giza, Stonehenge, Winchester Mystery House, a couple of things. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can see out there where they cross. And then some places where they cross, like, multiple, maybe, like, multiple lines are crossing. And then also have to remember, too, that um, they're looping in the sky, but they're also looping underground you know, back to the earth. So I think that that's what's going on with the um, Skinwalker Ranch is that the magnetic fields are looping on up in the sky and also looping underneath. And it's causing like a big magnetic disturbance. And that's what all the stuff going on at Skinwalker Ranch, all this crazy stuff that's going on there. Okay, I, I can buy that theory. Uh, so, so the thing is then, do you think it's more of a scientific phenomenon or do you think it's more of the woo-woo paranormal? Do you, or do you think there's a difference? Oh, I see. Uh, no, it, I see. I'm using it as science to kind of explain it, but then, like I said, yeah, um, it's there's a, if there's a disturbance in the magnetic field, that's maybe where we can, like Derek was talking about, like portals or nexus, you know, maybe that's where something's going on there, and it's, like, crossing over. Um, so, can I, um, I've actually been to these places called Mystery Spots. Can I talk about that at that time? Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, the, so, this place is called the Mystery Spot. There's one in Santa Cruz, California. Now they're all they're all around the world, but um, there's one in Oregon that I call them vortexes. And so, if you guys out there, um, if you you know Google search it and look it up, um, they're like you know tourist attractions now, where you know you gotta buy tickets and go to the gift shop. Um, you have to go in, pay to get in. But um, they're all around the world. Um, if you can find them, I highly suggest um, that there's one by you. Take your family. It's a kid thing. Take your family out and go to them. Um, they're heck of fun. And so uh, you go there and. Um, the way they found them was uh, the Native Americans. They're driving their uh, riding their horses through, and their horses would like, er, you know, no, I'm not going in there. And so we talked before about how animals can sense magnetic fields and things like that. 
And uh, yeah, in that magnet, in that mystery spot, there's like no animals. It's weird. And uh, so you go there, you pay, you get in, and uh, they give you like, you know, this is of course before pre virus. Uh, so uh, they give you like little like knickknack things to play with, like um, levels. You know, a little leveler with like it's for carpentry. You uh, make the little bubble in the green bubble in the middle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. A uh, leveler. Yeah, standard level. Yeah. They give you those. They give yeah. They give you uh, you know tape measures. They give you um, they give you a compass, and your compass is like whoosh, spinning around. Uh, and they give you uh, those, they let you play with those um, dousing rods you were talking about. And so uh, yeah, it's like two like two um, poles. And you hold them straight, like uh, they look like L shaped, like a gun, I guess you could say shaped. And then they're like the people there were in. So there's like a threshold, like a way you cross into the vortex to the mystery spot. And they're like, go out there and walk around. So I'm walking around like an idiot with these two sticks. And then they like they come over here. And then like when they cross the threshold, like I could feel like the vibration in my hands. And they like cross in front of me where I cross across the threshold. And there's all kinds of experiments. There's all kinds of things you could do there. Um, there's crazy stuff. They roll balls uphill. There's all kinds of weird stuff. You could uh, look it up on the internet and even see it uh, that happens there. And the funny thing is, like, they didn't say anything what it was. The people, the, like, tourist, you know, people. And so I was talking about magnetic fields, and they're like, oh, no, it's swamp gas. We're all hallucinating this. <laughs> of course, of course. That's that, that, well, that's that's the yeah. easiest explanation, anyway. Mass hallucinations, my man. Uh, you know, I've never been to the mystery yeah, spot, so, but I lived in California for a very long time, so it's a shame on me. But I I have heard all kinds yeah, of fantastic stories about the, it. Yeah, you probably seen the bumper stickers everywhere. They yeah, have exactly. Them. Yep. But yeah, if you guys if you get a chance to go to one, I don't know if there's one in Nevada, um, but they're they're all over. Um, if you guys get a chance to go to one, they're really fun, and you learn a lot of stuff, and uh, just see it and. Yeah, like I said, it's, uh, it's just a weird phenomenon. As far as for like ghosts and things like that, I mean, all that stuff we could just speculate, you know. But these um these magnetic fields, you know, I, I think this is something we should really look into. And uh, like I said, where places where they cross is where this kind of you know weird phenomenon is going to happen. That's where we got to look. I guess yeah. that's all I'm gonna say. I kind of I kind of agree. Uh, interesting, right? I think I think that would be a good. Uh, a good way to maybe do like a skinwalker ranch type of a uh, type of actual paranormal ghost hunt right there at the mystery spot. Huh? I wonder if they've done something like that. Uh, it sounds like a hell yeah, of a lot of fun. Yeah, skinwalker ranch. Yeah, skinwalker ranch is a crazy. That's like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. All right, I'll let you go. Um, go to the store and get some better beer. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen to that. All right, man, thank you. Uh, thanks for the call. That's Matt in California, guys. Uh, appreciate the phone call. Uh, we're talking about portals tonight. We're talking about uh, all of the things that kind of make the world a an interesting place, let's say. Like Matt just said, in uh, in California, they have that place called the Mystery Spot. And I, I, I completely forgot about that place. Uh, I've heard, like, again, I've heard, like like he was saying, you can roll balls up hills. It's like kind of like, like a fun house, right? Like a fun house. But it's not just like, uh, you know, built uh, to to uh, confuse people like there's actual bizarre magnetic phenomena going on there that uh, I'm not so sure has been uh, completely, completely, um, uh, uh, let's say, resolved. I think that's probably a good word. Uh, but but I don't know. I don't know what that means. Like I said, we're still talking about portals. We're talking about Skinwalker Ranch. We're talking about this particular story in the news. I'm going to go back to circle to circle back to this. 
just so you know that uh, werewolves are on the table tonight as well. Uh, this is from the wholedailymail.co.uk, and the, they call in, there's this place in East Yorkshire that they say is inhabited by werewolves, dragons, and fairies, and it's a paranormal hotspot, clearly, and uh, it's been happening for centuries. It's not just, again, like a modern propaganda thing where they somebody decided to write a book and make some things up, and then suddenly, you know, the, the mythology grows and changes, and then suddenly, you know, you're selling a ton of books. It's nothing like that. This doesn't seem to be a marketing job. It seems to be something that actually goes back for hundreds of years. And so, in particular, it's called the Wold Newton Triangle. And we're kind of looking at this uh, this basic phenomenon as a, uh, you know, as a, as a paranormal hotspot, very much like the, the Bermuda Triangle itself, or uh, very much like Skinwalker Ranch, or like the mystery spot, like Matt just called in, a fantastic call again. Thanks, Paul and Matt, for the, the phone calls tonight, and also Derek, a great stuff. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think that's really what, what, what the bottom line here is, is what do you believe these things are? Is it some sort of magnetic anomaly? Is it the ley lines crossing? Is it the, the water spirits? Is it who, who knows? I mean, uh, you know, like uh, me, as you know about me, I'm not the answers guy. I'm the questions guy. Uh, I, I like to maybe get uh, what you guys believe about this stuff, because it does educate me in, in a lot of different ways. Um, so that's what we're doing tonight. Just kind of talking about these things and uh, considering that uh, maybe this is a uh, maybe scientific, maybe paranormal, maybe somewhere in between, maybe that, uh, I don't know. That's really that's really what's on deck. So so there we go. If you want to be part of the show tonight, that's what we're doing. Taking your phone calls. Had some great phone calls already, but uh, we're still doing it. We got uh, one more segment on Fringe FM that we're going to continue talking about this stuff, and uh, it goes it's a little something like this. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, and we're looking to hear from you. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're talking about ley lines, portals, paranormal hotspots, and werewolves, because why the hell not? It's in the news cycle, so let's talk about it. One more time, give me a call. Love to hear from you in the final segment. Don't go anywhere. More troubled minds, more paranormal stuff, more hotspots, more ley lines, all that stuff after the break. Be right back. Back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. Tonight, we are talking about portals, paranormal hotspots, nexus points of a sort. We are streaming on YouTube, DLive, and Facebook. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're taking your phone calls. Do you want to be part of the show? Simple as this. Pick up that phone and dial 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We've had some amazing calls up to this point. we got a couple more on deck, but we have time to talk to you. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at troubledminds.org. That's troubledminds.org. Phone number and Discord link are right on top. You absolutely cannot miss them. Let's go. Let's uh, let's delay no longer. Let's go to uh, these phone calls. we got these uh, nice folks waiting to talk to us. Uh, welcome to Troubled Minds. You're on with my Michael Strange, what's your first name and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Angela. I'm calling from Southern Indiana. Hello, Angela. How are you tonight? 
I'm doing great. Hey, I wanted to tell you about something in my hall that I think is a portal because I have so much activity in my house. I bought uh, motion detection cameras and set them up. And I put one at the end of my hall and it shoots all the way to the other end of the house to the kitchen. And it only records video. Okay. It does not take still photos. So when I, I probably have three or four different nights where it was activated and as far as the video goes, it looks perfectly normal, but then somewhere along the line, you'll get this flash of color, whereas most of it, it's, I mean, it, it records in color, but it looks like it's black and white because it's nighttime. So when I slowed it way down and I pulled out that frame of color, that one micro frame out of the entire video recorded backwards, okay? And in the middle of the actual video frame is the refrigerator at the other end of the house. In that one frame that recorded backwards, the refrigerator is shoved over to the side of the picture, and in the middle is this big black blob. And I've gotten several of those, and it's just one, again, one micro frame out of the entire video. It's the strangest thing. And then one time, again, it doesn't take still photos. It recorded a video. If it's activated, it records for three minutes if nothing moves, and then it turns off. It had one picture, and it doesn't take pictures. But when I put it in the processor to look and see what was there and try to, you know, frame it out or slow it down, slow down the speed, this one frame was an actual video of this blob opening up and closing. It's like 20 seconds long. But when you're moving the little dial to, to you know, through the frames, the timestamp never changes. I have no way of explaining that. That's yeah, that's bizarre. That's bizarre. And you, you said you have had other strange things happen that made you put up the camera first. What what are those strange things? Oh, oh everything. I mean, you name it. It's it's here. Just for instance, um, there I was. We had a house fire, and so after we rebuilt the house back, we put a second story on it that was never here before. So we've got stairs that were never here before. Before the fire, we had all kinds of activity. There were things being seen in the house, little kids, um, weird hunched over things. I mean, people that were visiting saw stuff in the house. It's not just us. But the whole family has experienced the talking, the laughing, the running of the footsteps, you know, and there's nobody there. You know, things are just all of it. But I was standing maybe 10 feet from the stairs. And I saw who I thought was my daughter run down the stairs and slip around the corner and go down the hall, but she vanished before she got to the bedroom door. So right about where that vortex would be, she disappeared into it. You I'm just, guessing, or she just disappeared, but it's right in that same spot. You so just gave me the chills there. Is using this, <laughs> yeah, she's using the stairs that were never there before. So she's actually using the, the now space not the memory space of the house that it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I understand. That's, that's crazy because most people think, well, ghosts, they just follow a pattern. You know, they just do their thing. Well, those stairs were new, and now she's running down the stairs. So she's using the new space, and those are the, the footsteps that we hear running across the upstairs when no one's home. Holy smokes. Have you, have you uh, uh, any, any place online where you, you have this footage? Or are you willing to share this? I'd love to see somebody if you, if you oh, would. Absolutely. I'm happy to send it to you when, later on after just 
I don't know. Let me know how to get a hold of you. Okay. Uh, so, tro- yeah. Troubled Minds Radio at Gmail. Troubled Minds Radio at Gmail. Perfect. And you can send me whatever you need. I can I, do that. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. More yeah. than willing to back it up. I'd love to find a professional that would take a look at this and say, hey, that is weird. That, uh, it's I mean, weird. I've, I've given it to friends who are, who are professional photographers. And- What's going on here? Anyway, okay. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was weird, Angela. So, they don't want me t- talking about it. The electrical stuff is a curse. That seems strange. That seemed definitely weird. That uh, as you're trying to actually describe to me and maybe get the information out that uh, there's some sort of uh, like like a magnetic or electric 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 electronic electrical anomaly. I don't know. I don't know uh, the whole correlation causation thing. But but holy smokes, what the hell was that? That was a little bit weird. But yeah, troubled minds radio at Gmail. If you want to send me that stuff, I'd love to see it. Um, let's see. And uh, what's up? I think uh, so. I think it. I think it dropped. Hold on, let me see. I think everything dropped. Yeah, I think everything dropped. All right. All right, so I'm calling the phone line back, and uh, sorry about that. So Beachwood, uh, go ahead and uh, give us a call back, and we'll put you on. Sorry about that. Uh, Angela, that was a fantastic call. Good information there, and I think you're right. I think that's right. Yes, uh, Vicky says, several of us keep losing you. I think I think my internet had a hiccup. Yeah, as Angela is trying to d- tell us about uh, the things that happened and say, yes, I'm definitely willing to share this footage, everything cuts out <laughs> everything cuts out <laughs> uh yeah I, I, I you know if if i said i'm not a conspiracy theorist i guess i'd be fibbing so uh <laughs> what the heck the timing on that is uh wtf i think we can say uh yeah okay so let's see um yeah let's see let's see all right so so we'll go to uh, beachwood in just a sec here um and uh we're still we're still talking about portals tonight uh uh, talking about portals and talking about uh, this uh, these hotspots, these uh, hotspots like this uh, area in the United Kingdom where they've said they've had uh, fairies and dragons and uh, werewolves and talking about Skinwalker Ranch and all the crazy stuff that happens there. And uh, and yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what to make of this. Um, but uh, that's why we talk about this. I don't again, as you know me, I'm I'm the I am the questions guy, not the answers guy. So uh, there you go. All right, let's go to let's go to Beachwood in uh, Massachusetts. What's up, Beachwood? Uh, actually, hold on. Let me unmute you. There we go. Beachwood, you're on trouble line. Just Mike, how are you, my friend? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing good. That was freaky. That was freaky. I think a, uh, a demon tried to come through the phone, <laughs> but I took care of him. Thank I, you. Thank you. I appreciate upset. that. Holy but, smokes, uh, man. It was a good show tonight. Uh I the other kid from Massachusetts, the kid that mentioned New Bedford, I think his name is Derek. Derek, yeah. I think he's like kind of right on with some of his theories, man. Because that's what I think. I think there's there's either like two timelines, a multiverse theory, and there's a way to go to it. And I think like all the monuments are built on spots, and not necessarily go there physically, but like channel a different train of thought, a different consciousness. Because, I mean, I just look around at, like, the hierarchy. It makes no sense. And, uh, like, I don't want to go off topic and, uh, you know, talk about government and stuff, but, like, that's (laughs) what I've been talking about at work with with my friend. But uh, the werewolf thing, lately I've been reading Native American myths and legends, and um, it's just a book. But I have another book, and... uh, it's kind of old. It's called Fantastical Beast, A Field Guide. 
And it's got stuff about, like, it's got pictures, but it's actually written. It gives dates and stuff, and it mentions uh, werewolves. It says it started in what's now Switzerland. And it uh, quickly, like, you know, spread across Europe and, uh, you know, like the witch trials and stuff. But it mentions a guy in 1573, the Wolf of Dole, Giles, Ghana. And I guess he was a serial killer. And... um he like went to trial and then there was another guy, Hans the werewolf that he told prosecutors back then in 1605 that a mysterious man in black gave him powers to transform into a werewolf in this world. And he had no control over it. And, uh, I just, uh, if that's true, I just think it's weird. They've been talking about men in black and like portals for a long time. And, uh, I don't know, it just really interests me. But I also think I think they're gonna they're gonna set, they're gonna mix in the old school fantasy stuff with the UFO disclosure because I've been thinking a lot about that and I don't think anything on the mainstream media is is real. I think it's a distraction. Like I think it's true, but I don't believe any of it and I think they're gonna mix in other stuff slowly and just sell it. And uh, I've noticed, like, these trends just work in what I do, like my hobbies and, uh, like, what's catching on. And um, I don't know. I'm not going to say it yet. But the only thing I'll tell you is wallpaper is making the comeback, man. It's, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I heard you but, say you said you said that last time in the chat. Uh, crack me up. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, uh, okay. So, so w- with the rest of the stuff to, to to kind of bring it back to what we're what we're doing here, that this portal stuff. Do so you think it's related to some of this, like some of this more um, terrestrial type stuff, the less woo woo? You think it's a you th- like some people believe that uh, uh, the you know the elites are trying to tap into the portal power, the magic, or whatever happens to be from these hotspots, do you think it's uh, maybe, well, I don't know, like some people say aliens are controlling politics, do you think in some manner maybe this phenomenon might be as well? I, I do, and something drives me into the direction of um, you know, like time manipulation or time travel, like if it's really possible, like if there's really a past, present, and future. And it, I just, I think there is, because it seems like the general public like 10 steps behind and like the world we live in. If you even fathom the concept of money, you're a, you're a slave. We're just a species trying to survive. And if the universe is as big as they say it is, there's no reason why we shouldn't put all our resources into giving everybody their own planet. We could, it, there's no reason for it. So it makes me think there is a secret hierarchy of some sort possible. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we, just uh, strange, uh, and uh, not only that, we're talking about portals, electromagnetic anomalies. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Angela, when she called, talking about uh, that that information she's got, and she wants to share it, and then suddenly, this whole show's taken offline. <laughs> like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Well, maybe I am, but uh oh, did we do it again? Did we just drop again? Or are you still here? Test, 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 test. I think I think we lost the phone. I think we lost the phones. Anybody out there? Okay. So anyway, sorry about that. We're having we're having serious problems here. I don't know exactly what's happening. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's dial back in. Yep. All right. So that's uh, Thank that's you. that's kind of working. So let's uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. We're having uh, serious problems here keeping the stream up at this point. But uh, th- thank you for the call, Beachwood. Sorry about that. Uh, it seems like uh, we've we've stepped into a an electromagnetic portal of sorts. Uh, so I don't know what's going on. But anyway, so all right. As we as we continue talking about this, we are taking your phone calls if we can do it, uh, because of course it seems like we're having technical issues. I don't know what that means uh, other than well, uh, it seems like the internet here is fine. So I don't know what's causing this. Uh, you know the old uh, the old conspiracy show trope would be oh well uh we're we're uh we're uh, you know we're being taken down by the cia but i don't think our reach is that great yet so i don't even think we're on their radar to be perfectly honest but you know what can you do what can you do i mean uh, we're here just trying to trying to have a good conversation and sometimes it's it's just difficult to even do that so so as we go and continue talking about this the topic tonight is uh, the nexus spots, these, uh, these portals of sorts, these, uh, uh, what would you call them? Um, uh, well, uh, ley line crossings or uh, nexus points. I don't know. Like, what are these things? And again, right, are there paranormal um, aspects to this? Uh, you know, as uh, some, st- Matt stated earlier, that maybe there's like uh, some scientific basis here. And it's uh, a little more like, uh, like um, you know, uh, like a magnetic field anomaly type of thing, right? And maybe that it's not exactly uh, what we think it is. So, so I don't know. Uh, it's a little bit interesting that uh, that we get some weird stuff here. And uh, what's up, Helena? Says George Clooney reported the stream. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. He heard me. He heard me. Uh, so he was a no talent ass clown. Okay. Anyway, uh, all right. So we got a few minutes left. If you guys want to be part of the show, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. If you want to join the Discord, troubleminds.org. and uh, you. Can uh, you can be on the show that way as well. Yeah, sorry about all the uh, the phone troubles, guys. Uh, we were having some fantastic calls right in the middle of that, and it's not good. It's not good. But okay, let's go. Let's do this real quick, just to wrap this up. I want to make sure that people understand when I talk about ley lines, what this uh, this actual thing is. So let's go to this real fast. This is all that's interesting. dot com, and it's talking about these ley lines. So I just want to put it out there that I know many of you know what this stuff is. But also many more probably don't. And so I just want to make sure that we kind of kind of discuss it so everybody understands uh, what what is going on with this. Um, so here we go. This is from, again, allitsinteresting.com. These supernatural lines supposedly connect the universe through monuments and landforms. Uh, and this is by Katie Serena, and this is back in March 2018. Uh, ley lines were first theorized in 1921, and since then, the debate has been over whether or not they exist, and if they do, what purpose do they serve? So here we go. In 1921, amateur archaeologist Alfred Watkins made a discovery. He noticed that ancient sites at different points around the world all fell into a sort of alignment. But uh, be the sites man-made or natural, they all fell into a pattern, usually a straight line. He coined these lines ley lines. Uh, Lays, L-E-Y-S, later ley lines, L-E-Y, lines just like it sounds. And in doing so, opened up a world of supernatural and spiritual beliefs. Uh, To those who do believe in ley lines, the concept is quite simple. Ley lines are lines that crisscross around the globe, like latitudinal and longitudinal lines that are dotted with monuments and natural landforms, and carry along with them rivers of supernatural energy. Along these lines, at the places they intersect, there are pockets of concentrated energy that can be harnessed by certain individuals. Uh, so there we go. That's what this is, and that's what we're talking about tonight. Just to, just to kind of wrap it up so everybody understands what when I, when I, I've talked about ley lines quite a bit. Just want to make sure there's a definition in there so uh, you guys get what we're talking about. So let's go, let's go to, uh, we got a phone call here from Daryl. We're going to take this, and then as we finish this up. Uh, don't forget, so we have uh, about five minutes left on this show uh, on Fringe, but then we have a full 30 
third hour on uh, on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. So just uh, just to let you know, I think uh, Joe Roop is still down on Fringe after this, but uh, he should be coming up later this week. So um, it, it'll be good to have everybody back and hopefully uh, the entire Fringe network uh, in, in good working order. So that's coming very, very soon. But okay, let's go to uh, Daryl in New York. What's up, Daryl? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? I'm sorry. I think I muted you. See you. Sorry about that. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> I was um actually I was thinking about this whole thing with the portals and the um a fake alien invasion, only because I've been witnessing a lot of these holographic overlays. I don't know if you've ever talked about that or seen or witnessed any of those, but um, I'm talking. This has been going on. A long time. I'm going to say at least 10 years. And I just witnessed something. If anybody saw on YouTube, somebody that's in South Africa, there's a site there that witnesses, it's like a live earth camera. And the other night, I have a video that she taped. I have a short video of a very long one that she videotaped live. And if you saw the stuff going on in the sky there, I mean, it was too like outrageous to be real, but it looked 100% real. I mean, the sky was full of zigzags and shooting lasers and huge, you know, like splitting the city in half with, like, scissors. And I'm thinking this has got to be a hologram. Otherwise, the whole earth is going to get destroyed. I mean, this is, like, messed up, you know? It looked like, like the whole atmosphere was being damaged or, you know, fought over, like a big alien space war with big alien weapons was being fought in their skies. And I'm thinking, boy, the technology that created that uh, is incredible. You know, it looked so real, you know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oddly you bring this up. So I actually just had a private show we have for our, for our Patreon supporters. Uh, you can support us as, as a direct thing uh, on Twitch or Patreon. We did a private show uh, this past weekend, and I talked exactly about what you're talking about. Not that incident, but how this Project Bluebeam thing has some sort of um, – like historical uh, connections with some of the things we talked about. Uh, the the um, uh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember now because I well my have a, the memory of a goldfish. But but there were there were uh, certain instances right. where people have seen like uh, uh, visions in the sky of uh, you know maybe religious visions or things like this throughout history. And so uh, kind of what I was uh, speculating right. is right. that right. that maybe like like uh, maybe the new data collection point is going to be how much data they can get on us to find out what you would see in the sky to make you personally crazy. And that's what maybe all this. Uh, there you go. If you want some extra conspiratorial right. stuff. <laughs> so they're they're. Uh, well, I don't think even they have to do any mind. You guys. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm thinking they won't even necessarily have to do any mind control, which is much more sophisticated, if they can just produce something that looks realistic in our sky, you know, and have the collect. You don't need a collective consciousness to just look up, you know, and suddenly witness something that's really like scary and you know realistic. I mean, how many people would be able to tell the difference? Will we be able to see that it's fake? You know, I don't know. You know, exactly. are we going to buy it? Exactly. I think we're going to buy anything. It's you know the fear that's being shoved down our throats at this point. You know, if they tell us anything, everyone believes the government. You know, they're they're after our own best interest always. You know, so if they say it's real, we'll probably believe it. You know, 
Exactly. You're, you're completely right. I don't know. But I, literally, we just talked about that this weekend. Uh, unbelievable that you bring it up. Uh, you're, uh, oh, you're, cool. you're, you're tuned in. You're tuned in somehow. You know what's on my mind. I appreciate the call, Daryl. We got to go because we're out of time. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? I appreciate the call. Sure. Great stuff as always. Have a great day. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, there you go. That's, that's Daryl from New York, and uh, she's uh, always got great stuff when she calls. And again, right, like you, you listen to the show, and uh, you see that there's a lot of folks, a lot of concerned people, a lot of smart people out there that are ahead of this game, right? They, they, aren't, they aren't behind this. They aren't trying to play catch-up. We're trying to stay ahead of the information before there's some kind of scary portal in the sky that may or may not even be real. You understand? That's the trick here, is that uh, are we being set up to be fooled? I don't like being fooled. I don't like being lied to. And so I think that uh, as uh, smart people of the world, we need to continue talking about these things because you just never know. You just never know what's what's coming up next. Again, uh, if you're uh, Joe Roop, Lighting the Void is uh, in progress to getting back online. I think tomorrow, the next day, we should be good to go with him. Cross your fingers. That's it for Troubled Minds on Fringe FM. If you uh, want to hang out another hour, we're on uh, DLive, YouTube, and Facebook. And, of course, thanks for listening. Be sure, be strong, be true. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific. Don't worry, Fringe FM will be back soon and better than ever. Thanks a lot, guys. So you know the drill. We're going to take a two-minute break at this point just to give everybody a uh, chance to do their things and uh, top off your drink, hit the restroom, tuck the kids into bed, uh, grab a snack, whatever it is you've got to do, uh, stretch your legs, uh, uh, do some Wim Hof breathing exercises, whatever it is you do, uh, and then a couple-minute break, and then we'll be back to do more Troubled Minds. We're still taking your phone calls. I'm going to put the phone number up, 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- Nine five seven one zero three seven, and uh, don't go anywhere. Two minute break, and we will be right back. Yo ho, yo ho! Welcome back to Troubled Minds Radio. All right, I'm Michael Strange, and we're still talking portals tonight. Uh, Nexus points. Uh, where the veil may be thin. Uh, do you think this is geographical? Do you think uh, all kinds of stuff? We had some weird stuff happen tonight. Angela called in and said that uh, she's had, she believes she has a portal in her house, in her hallway of sorts. And uh, she was describing this and saying there's different things happening. And uh, as she says, yes, I'm going to send you some footage. Well, the entire show goes offline. So, uh, like I said, I am not a conspiracy theorist. Well, of course, maybe I am. But um, weird, no? Uh, call, call things weird coincidence as they are. But uh, uh, so uh, I am told, uh, let's see, Angela says in the chat that uh, you sent the, the information. So let me see if I can get this in a presentable way uh, to maybe play. If you're okay, Angela, uh, playing some of this on the stream. I don't know if there's information in there you need me to edit out, maybe personal information or something. Um, I can definitely do that. If you prefer, I do it another time after going over it. Uh, I'll definitely do that and maybe edit it up and kind of just chop it out so people don't know where you live or something like that. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So anyway, uh, looking for that and 
Let's go to a phone call. Uh, still taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Phone number's there. Troubledminds.org is the official website. Click the Discord link and get your ass in here, and let's have a good conversation. Uh, with that said, let's go to Kelly in Colorado. What's up, Kelly? You're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you? What's going on, man? How's it going? Doing well, man. Doing well. How are you? All right. All right. Right you on. Know, what? Kind of enjoying the evening. Let me go. To... Go ahead. Go ahead. You're you're just super quiet. Uh, oh, can you can uh, just speak up into the phone, please? You're you're super quiet. Uh, you know what? Should I just switch over to Discord? Yeah, do that. that it, it, yeah, do that. It comes through so much better. Uh, hop over to Discord. Appreciate that. Okay, thanks. I'll talk to you in a sec. There you go. That's uh, that's Kelly from Colorado. He's going to switch to Discord just because the connection is so much better. If you got, like I said, if you guys have not joined the Discord, uh, Discord is an amazing program. It's really easy to use. If you don't know how to use it for telephone calls, I can make a short video and show you how to uh, how to how to be on this and uh, and and talk talk. You'll see. You you heard Kelly right. You heard him on his connection. Watch when he gets on Discord. How much better he's going to sound here. Uh, it's pretty amazing stuff. So, um, why am I still hearing him? You there? <laughs> oh, oh, he's oh, he's in the Discord already. I forgot. I forgot. He, he's a, he's a mod, so he can jump right in. Uh, so <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm still hearing a phone call that hung up ten minutes ago. This is weird, dude. Shit's getting really weird. <laughs> oh, well, what's up, Kelly? Welcome back. Now, listen, guys. If you haven't checked the Discord, listen to his audio quality now versus the telephone. Go ahead, Kelly. Tell us what's on your mind tonight. Oh, I was just listening to die and uh, well, first off, uh, good evening to the family, and um, hope everyone's doing well tonight. But uh, yeah, you know this uh, this topic you have tonight is actually pretty interesting. It's uh, what I actually, uh, it's what you know, like I kind of like, you know, delve in a lot, you know, with all the uh, with the thoughts of like uh, you know portals and. You know, jump holes, jump gates, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's pretty interesting that, you know, you're talking about like how, it, you know, most scientists or, you know, what some people would say that, you know, like the ley lines or, you know, intercrossing um, uh, longitudinal lines, you know, and uh, horizontal lines, stuff like that with along the planet. Yeah, ley lines, good old fashioned ley lines. Yeah. Okay, um, this is my theory, okay? Well, it's not really a theory. It's, 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 it's both science and, and I would say a theory, too, though. But, like, you have interesting stuff. Like, uh, so um, let's talk about some, of the, some about that stuff. So you have astronomy or astrology uses astronomy, right? So what, what we're talking about is, like, uh, when you hear something like that with astrology, too, you know, they talk about, like, the planetary alignments, you know, with the moons and everything, all that stuff creates power and energy. You know what I mean? That it's all it's uh, it, it it's it's powers that's released. It's uh, it's alignments that open up gates or even close you know open and close things at, at certain times. You know because you have you know what what interests me is like you hear like these ancient uh, stories or, or like these you know like stuff that's passed on or even what people believe that they've seen. You know, you have stuff like uh, Mothman, Goatman, or Bigfoot, you know, that's all worldwide. The New Jersey Devil, fairies, little people. And, you know, I showed examples of that, you know, like, you know, and and even with the fairies that, you know, you've seen about that um, that, that house 
where they, it was a guy that, you know, he was like, a, I guess he was like a biologist, whatever, but he had like a secret door in his house where it was or a secret room in his house where he had looked like he had like baby werewolves or like berry or like fairies or little, little people, you know, they're all like in jars and stuff, you know, stuff like that, you know, and then you hear stories like over, you know, like in like, uh, I would say what I think it was either Norway or not Norway, but like one of those northern countries up there, they have, they talk about fairies and stuff like that all the time. Or you hear like, you know, werewolves, Nestle, you know, Nessie or the or mermaids, you know, all these other creatures, you know. Or like these skulls that they find like in Russia or Germany, you know, it was like found in a German uh, bucket, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know if people have ever seen that. And these skulls, I mean, they've had, uh, you know, the thick, the skulls, the measured, you know, the, the thickness of it, you know, or even just uh, like, just all, all around features of it. It doesn't even look like it's from here. So, yes, it could, I would say it could, uh, you know, all that stuff that's happening, you know, not only on the planet, but, you know, in the universe, all that stuff is, you know, all that power, you know, you have all these, you know, if we have these things that they call in, you know, the, the, the gravity of the earth and all these planets and they're pushing and pulling against each other. Yeah. You would say that some of this stuff's, you know, opening up and, you know, kind of like what Angela's talking about, you know, that black thing she's seen and, you know, walking in and out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would expect that. Uh, I, so I agree with you in the, in the sense that we have this this huge, maybe interconnected um, reality that uh, you know the you know like like I said, it's something as simple as the moon cycle, kind of pushing and pulling on, on like the the water table, right? It's it's. I mean, it's strong enough to really push the tides around of like these huge bodies of water on Earth. Now we're mostly water, so it makes sense that it affects us. Kind of like I said, you know, with the uh, the term lunatic, uh, and you know, back to the Latin, uh, crazy people, uh, hospitals filling up with a full moon. You know, the the stories of the werewolves as they be they, they become uh, they turn from people to wolves when the moon comes out. It's a full moon. Things like this. I mean, like those celestial objects. I agree with you. It's um, it's power. Movement is power. Gravity being tugged, tugged around, pushed and pulled. It's all power. And so it's generating something. Uh, but, but the, so the question becomes, is it, is it possible to maybe uh, somehow tap into that power, right? As it, as it becomes parts of these maybe hotspots, these portals, is it creating portals? Is it, uh, have you, have you been watching that Skinwalker Ranch stuff on, um, following that on the, on the history channel? I have not. I mean, I don't watch watch a lot of TV. I don't even have cable or anything. So yeah, that's okay. yeah. But I see I've seen it on uh, like on on YouTube. I did you know went online and checked some of that stuff out. But yeah, it's pretty interesting with some of that stuff they find on on that one. It's not only, but it's not like uh, it's not only ghosts or you know skinwalkers or shit like that. It's like UFOs and you know like you know people people call it aliens, which could be you know inter interdimensional beings. So yeah, you know, I, mean, I haven't, but you know, I have not seen the the movie or that show that you're talking about. No. Yeah. So so what they're doing is is they're trying to uh, determine if there is some sort of portal there, um, and, and meaning that you know there's there's all the stories of like I said the Skinwalker and you know there's, they see UFOs and they see all kinds of weird stuff, right? And uh, it it uh, it's odd to me that they do catch anomalous stuff, right? And whether it's electromagnetic EMF or whether they see like. Um, through infrared, they're seeing like bizarre things that are like these infrared like uh, lights that are shooting up from like this, the the mesa and things like this. So not to get too far into that if you haven't seen it, but like they they actually are 
cataloging these these um, these bizarre phenomena that really like they lack clarification on what it even could be or if it's even related. And in some cases, it's, uh, you know, it's cold spots. In some cases, it's lights that uh, only show up in infrared. In some cases, it's literal like lights in the sky, like you would expect to see UFOs. Other times, people just get the odd feeling they're being watched. Things like this, you know, like that. But there's a ton of them. There's poltergeist phenomena where things move around. Uh, you know, without uh, anybody messing with it, they put something down here, it gets moved over there. Like, there's tons of stories. Again, that ghost wolf, like, there's a story of, like, this huge ghost wolf that uh, people have shot with a with a shotgun from, like, 10 feet away, and it doesn't actually respond like it got shot. Uh, no blood, that whole thing. So, I mean, like, like places like that, it, it seems like, um, you know unless we're being fooled in a major way, that it, there is some sort of portal here. There's some sort of crossing over from who knows where to who knows where. But, but uh, you know, and maybe these celestial events have some kind of, um, uh, to, to bring it all back to what you were saying, uh, maybe like the moon uh, is what's, what's maybe pushing and pulling this portal open at certain times. Maybe it's not just the place, it's the timing based on celestial events. I don't know, just throwing a speculation out there. Oh no, that's uh, you're you're actually correct on that because you know, you know, like I said, if you look at astrology or you know astronomy, you, both of them, you know, all of them, they'll even tell you like alignments, you know, what they're looking for. Even scientists, like even like in NASA, supposedly, right? These guys, these people are do the same things. You know, they do like their little, you know, from you know, you hear about the moon landing. They did a little ritual when they landed and shit. All that stuff is meanings, like certain dates. You know what I mean? Every time, like, a certain date, because they know it's like, uh, you know, if you, especially if they follow the moon, too, you know, a new moon, a half moon, or even full moons, you know. But, yeah, everything's, uh, it's all, all that stuff is power and energy, you know. And, and I believe that that's maybe that's where you see stuff, that, you know, sometimes where that's what, uh, like, for example, you know, I'll give you an example. Like, I, I post this stuff all the time on your guys' the, the, you know, the, um, your guys' website, right, uh, on Facebook. So this is the one that interests me is, like, you hear all these animals that go it's extinct, right? And they've been extinct for, like, uh, you know, 10 years, 20 years. And next thing you know, you see that these, they're, they're taking pictures of them. Someone somewhere is taking pictures of these things. And they're like, oh, look, they, you know, they thought they were extinct, and here they are coming back, you know? Yeah, I so saw that be, too. I saw that recently. There's another one, and they just keep popping up. We talked about this a while back with you, but I did see when I see these in the news, I think of you because you pointed this out to me a while back. Uh, what's the one? There's um, what was it? I want. It's not not the Tasmanian tiger, but something they thought was basically well extinct now is showing up again, and they're like, oh well, shit, <laughs> color me shocked. I guess they weren't <laughs> extinct after all, you know. So so what yeah. is that? So what? Do you, how do you explain it? I guess is the question. Okay, so I would say in my thing that it could be like say that you know let's talk about that you know you know if we open that you know that that box right so it could be portals or you know I mean or you could say that even like uh you know the the hollow earth theory that these things are coming out of caves and shit you know that like it, what else could it be it, they just don't just pop up you know and not unless scientists or mad scientists like you know that's over in uh uh over in uh what is it new york or new jersey where you know they're these animals watch up on shore and they look like you know half different beings you know they like two different animals or something but it's it's you know it, what else are you gonna call it you know what i mean that if you just think about it 
these things are supposed to have been, you know, dead. Or even, you know, fish. Fish is a different thing, though. Fish, like, they had one I'd just seen that they thought it was extinct, like, 20 million or, like, 2 million years ago. And this thing, somebody caught it at the bottom of the ocean or some shit. That's the one or I'm thinking like, about. That's the one I'm thinking yeah, about. It just happened, just, like, two weeks ago or something. Yeah, that shit was weird, too. But I'm talking, like, land animals, you know? Like, uh, they thought that one, uh, I think it was, like, a, kind of a, it's like it looks like a mix of a tiger and a, a, a fox or some shit. And it was in Vietnam. And yeah, that that thing popped up, or like certain deer, or even insects that they thought that was dead, or birds. I mean, you see this all the time, and it's like, so where are they coming from? You know, it's got to be one or two things. It's either that, or like you know, it's like a, a dimensional. So it's got to be a portal, right? Two dimensions that are rubbing against each other too, like the fourth and third rubbing against each other, and they're just like you know, these things cross over. It, and I'm pretty sure that's even like if if you're uh, I don't know, let's say a, a supreme or a, yeah, supreme being out there, you know, jumping universes, you probably know about that too. For example, like uh, what's, what was even trippier, like aerial phenomenon, you could, you know, think about the, the spiral that was over Norway. You know, the one that looked like it was spinning and next, you know, it just like, boom, it opened up in the middle and it looked like a black hole just opened up and swallowed all the light. Yeah, well, these things are out there, and I think that's part of it, right? So, so uh, clearly, we don't understand everything about nature. That that would just be foolish to even suggest that. But, but it, it seems to me that uh, you know, in some of these areas, we have really, really weird things going down. You know, like like it, like you described there, like a like a portal in the sky. I think MJ said that he actually saw a portal in the sky a while back too. He called in and told us about that. That he saw one open up and like right in front of him. Uh, you know, maybe uh, just just off the ground type of thing. So, I mean, like, these things are out there. People are seeing these things. They're being witnessed. But, uh, so, so, okay, how about this on the speculation? I know you're, pro- you're probably like me, probably not so religious. You know, you're not going to reject it outright. But uh, there's a, what do you think it is? Do you think there's a, let's say the portal opens up from wherever it happens to be, and maybe these uh, creatures that come through are, uh, let's say, demonic, just for lack of a better term. Let's say evil, tricksters. Um, you know, spirits of uh, the, of the old days of, uh, you know, again, back to uh, C.S. Lewis, you know, um, deep magic from before the dawn of time, like that type of thing. Do you think that's a possibility? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's why we were just talking about that the other night. Right. It was uh, the Emerald Tablets of Toth. I just read that paragraph that, you know, that, that about half paragraph that was talks about it. And, you know, it's so weird. That's what I'm talking about. These ancient books, so people talk about all, you know, we're like tonight, we're talking about this. But it's written in books that are like 30, that, is, that claim to be 36,000 years old. You know, Toth, when he was saying that, where do these things come from? They come from the, uh, the deep, like uh, the dark, or, you know, from the darkness. And then men were trying to call them up from the, you know, trying to gain power or something. Like, you know, you would hear about like uh, King Solomon and his demons, you know, where, you know, to gain great power. And they, they were, like, moved in shadows. And that's what's so weird, too, because when I, that's where our, it was, you know, I started doing a lot of research because we had, we were doing some uh, weird, like, me and Michelle, we were, we lived in San Diego. And I, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this story before, but it was weird. It was, we thought we had a portal in our, our apartment that we, because we lived about a bleak, uh, about a block away from the beach. I'm sorry. And, um, but we had these we'd always see this weird, we thought each other were walking past, you know, the bathroom and into the bedrooms. And it it wasn't, it was, we were seeing shit, you know, like 
like a shadow or something, you know, because you could, from where the bathroom was at, you would see like in your peripheral, your peripheral vision if somebody walks by. And Michelle always thought I was walking by, and I thought she was. You know, I thought well, I was chasing my dog around the, you know, out of the, you know, in the hallway into the bedroom, and Michelle looked like I was, you know, I thought I was crazy. But the weird thing one time was we were having some family over, and, you know, family over, and we, you know, you clean the house up, you know, but we had these, uh, everything was white in the, in the bathroom. We had these white uh, floor towels, but it was weird because I thought, you know, we had cleaned the whole house. Like I said, we were waiting for him. And then I come in and in, walked into the bathroom and in, on the f towel itself, it looked like a footprint, like a dirty footprint, brown. It was, you know, had like a shoe shape. It was, you know, just like a shoe had like a, the bottom of the sole and everything. And I thought I was telling Michelle, I was like, why did you walk out of the, you know, what, I thought you, you know, I thought she did it. You know, I was like, you know, kind of like, what happened? And, you know, she was like, that ain't me. And that ain't even one of my shoes. So sure enough, you know, we checked, I checked all I swear to God, man, I checked the bottom of her shoes of all of her shoes. And they didn't even match up. I even took pictures of this shit. This shit's so weird. It was looked like it was walking out of the bathroom, you know, out of the shower. Because it was like one of those ones that had a glass doors. And it was like it walked out of the shower, just one footprint on that, on our white rug. And then like, that was it. What the hell? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, man, that's, that was weird. So is that portal related somehow, or do you think it's just like a unrelated haunting? I don't know if it was because the thing about it was is so weird is that we would have shit missing in that, and it was like this one small bedroom, one bedroom apartment, just us two, right? It was a two bedroom apartment, but it was like really small. So, but it was like we would have shit missing, like blankets, bro, like this big ass quilt my mom built and made for us, right, or my aunt. And it would just end up missing, you know. She'd float, you know, fold the t uh, the blankets at the end of the bed. One of them just be end up missing. It'd be that one for some reason. I don't know why, if it liked it or what, but that she would end up missing for like a week, two weeks, and next you know it just be fell fold up on the end of the bed again. What the hell? <laughs> I swear, sitting uh, right here, it was weird as shit. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I've never had anything quite like that happen. But you hear stories like this all the time. It, you, you know, it's a uh, it's not unique to you. Like the, it's out there. Like the, again, you know, uh, you know whether whether you want to believe that Skinwalker Ranch stuff is marketing or not, those are the types of things they say happen out there all the time. As they put down some gear here, and uh, you know, uh, their 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 clothes when they settle in, and then their clothes get moved around and like like just scattered around the room and stuff like this, and nobody's been in there, and they've got proof nobody's been in there. Like it's it's been locked and. You know, they come back six hours later and it's just thrown up in the air. It's crazy. Like, that stuff is just nuts. Um, so, uh, so what did you do? Like, what do you do when something like that happens? Did you, did you take any steps to, like, you know, uh, sage the place like some people might? Or w w what did you do when you f figured out this may have been something that wasn't, uh, uh, let's say, uh, on the up and up? <laughs> something not, not, uh, well, not from here. Uh, well, we, you know, we did. It was so... We didn't have, you know, we didn't have the feeling of like, like it was, you know, like, you know, something hideous or something, you know, like after us or anything. You, you, I, we didn't have that feeling. It was just like, I don't know, they, they were just like coming and going. It was, it was so strange. Like, you know, we would say, oh, there's our friends again, you know. We'd be sitting in the living room eating popcorn and, you know, you just see like a, somebody just walk by the light, you know what I mean? Like a shadow, chunk. And we just, both of us just look over around and like, no, and there they go again, you know. Like, it was nothing, you know, like they were, like I said, they were like walking in and out of a portal. Like, you know, it was weird. It was the strangest thing. It wasn't, I didn't feel anything negative on it. So 
you know, yeah, we, you know, we smudged all the time, you know, we do all that, you know, because we're, you know, we're, we're Native American too as well, but, but, you know, some of that stuff, you know, with that's, with some of the stories we hear, you know, like off reservations and shit, that's just, you know, their stories are worldwide of all this type stuff. It's not nothing new, you know, yeah, that's why people, scientists is always looking at the, you know, the, uh, what are the triangles, you know, the with dragon triangle over like in by Japan area and then the Bermuda Triangle. All those areas are gonna have some kind of fluctuation. And so that's why if you it's it's so weird too, because you know it's all everything's like I said, you know, we we know everything's energy and vibration, right? So those things if it's if it's nothing, then why would it be affecting all the electronics that you know, that people try to record the stuff on or, you know, stuff like that. They're just or, or they actually allow you to record them. That's what's so weird about it. Yeah, it it is strange. And so, uh, not only that, there's like the the whole. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm like like what Angela was saying earlier with uh, with that thing that went down with the, the possible portal in her house and the spirits and how they, you know, uh, they seem to change. You know, like they they do what they used to do. Now they're doing different things based on the, the stairs in the house. I mean, all this stuff creeps me out. Like when she was telling me that story, I'm not kidding. The hair on the back of my neck was standing up. It's just like, oh, geez, like what the hell's going on over there, you know? But this stuff is out I there. That stuff is out there, man. Uh, and, you know, if you start to get like a, a weird feeling about a, a negative energy, uh, I don't know what I'd do, man. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'd do. I, I'd freak out, that's for sure. I mean, I talk about this stuff a lot, but there's there's a reason I don't play with Ouija boards and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't uh, don't mess yeah, with what, what you don't understand, you know. Yeah, yeah. So like, it was weird too. We was I was stationed in Maryland. That was another weird place, you know. Because um, we're we're real, I'm real intuitive to with like energy fluctuations too. That's what I think. You know, people call it something else, but I could feel it. You know what I mean? Like when they say there's, you know, like full moons or even like my planetary alignments and shit like that. I could feel the like I it's like pressure to me. It's like you could feel like something just like, I don't know, it just feels like pressure around you, you know what I mean? It's a certain weird feeling, you know, like, I don't know if people say it's a gut feeling or not, but yeah, I, anyway, but like living in Maryland, so we went, we used to always go into like the forest area, because it's real wooded over there, I don't know if anybody's been back east, but that shit kind of tripped me out, because it's not mountainous at all, it's, you know, more flat around there, but it's. Man, I, I've never seen that many trees together like that, except for in Alaska. And that shit was, you know, pretty crazy. But, yeah, we, so we went over to, to like, the, you know, the Civil War areas, you know. Like, it, there was, like, the biggest camp where they had the, the southern uh, prisoners and stuff. You know, and they were, you know, we, we went in there, and there was some guys in there. They did the whole, you know, talked about it and how many people died there and all that stuff. And, man, you could... I swear to God, when you were driving by real slow through that shit, you could see, like, people standing in the trees in the back, you know what I mean, from the, it's weird. Yeah, you could feel that shit, too. That that vibration there is, like, because that's so much death there, it's, it, I'm pretty sure there's something that, that that's, un, that's uneasy there, you know? Yeah, we talked about the past a little bit too, and Derek actually mentioned it when he called Gettysburg in particular, right? Like that, uh, there's they they seem to see ghosts out there, of, uh, not just from uh, from the battle, uh, but uh, maybe spirits from before that. So these these places, man, these places exist. It's it's a little crazy. Hey Kelly, I got a call behind you. You wanna you wanna hang on, or, or you want you want a jet? I'll leave it up to you. I'll uh, I'll mute you and then come back to you if you want to hang out for a little bit. 
Yeah, I'll hang out for a little bit. Okay, I'm going to mute you. I'm going to take this call, and then we'll come back to you. Don't go anywhere. Be right back with you, Kelly. Let's take this phone call. Uh, they've been waiting for quite a long time. What's up? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you? What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hey, are we in the uh, third hour? Yes, sir. Oh, well, fuck yeah. What's yeah up, fucking Mike? right. <laughs> fucking right. Oh, welcome to the show. What's on your mind tonight? What's your first name? Uh, Ross, but I have a question, and actually, I have your. I want to ask your opinion about something. So, I have a certain opinion about something that had just been brought up up in the news recently. Sure. About the Navy ship that seen the whatever fourteen unidentified flying objects in the sky. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure you've seen it. It's been all. Through. Yep. So yeah. What's your What's your opinion on that? I mean, I was stationed out there for seven years. Uh, I, I did a lot of night ops out there. Necessarily, I did not have um, radar out there. I was in small boats. But what do you think the response of the Navy should have been? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I was never in the military in any capacity. So I don't know what the protocols are. Uh, from a layman's perspective, what they should have done, I would say just collect as much data as possible. I'm not sure shooting, uh, shooting at these lights in the sky is a good idea. But I'm sure somebody out there suggested it, you know. So I don't know. Um, like, there's there's a whole lot of this. There's another guy. Um, what's his name? Ryan Graves. He's a fighter pilot. He was on the uh, the Atlantic seaboard there, and he said literally for for every day for two years they saw UFOs every day. So you know what I mean? That like it kind of tells you that the military knows what these things are. Like Kelly was saying previously that he that they know what they are, and so as a result of it. Now, there would be stand-down orders, right? Like, I've talked to people in the military that were radar operators, and they saw this weird shit zipping around that was just way too fast to be anything terrestrial. And uh, they called the supervisor over, and they, the supervisor came over and told them to stand down and not report it at all. So so at some point, you got to expect that there's a... Um, a knowledge base that's that comes from on high that uh, these guys are making these things. I don't know. They know what they are. Like the, the governments at large at least know enough of what they are to not be shooting at them because otherwise you'd, you'd hear stories of them shooting at these things every day, right? Which apparently is not happening. So, so I don't know. They've 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 have maybe some some people claim there's a, a you know a treaty between us and them. Some people claim that uh, maybe that's not the case, but we do know that they're benevolent in some sorts and they're not here to hurt us, and so we don't bother them. Who knows? I have no idea, man. But I, what I do know is that uh, it's a like when you get two hundred incidents in a couple years. Uh, and they're still trying to jam it down our throat with these three crappy videos of the FLIR that, uh, that uh, what was it, Nimitz, Tic Tac, and Go Fast, or whatever whatever they're called, the three videos, right? Like, Show us more data. Like, literally, if you want us to believe this is an honest effort, I've said this before, and I'm going to continue saying this. If you want us to believe it's an honest effort uh, for, for actual disclosure, then show us something else. Uh, I had a conversation on Reddit recently where somebody was kind of coming at me a little bit, and I said, no, you misunderstand me. I'm saying that, like, if you go back to Project Blue Book, they were saucers, they were cigar-shaped, they were this shape, they were that shape, there were all these other shapes, but for some reason, the three videos we get from recently, they're all the same thing, right? So it's like, wait, so why are they showing us one thing in particular, but not anything else, you see? I'm, I'm still suspicious about that. I could be wrong, of course, but it does make me wonder. So there you go. There's my, there's my medium-sized take on that. Well, I'm going to give you my opinion from the, the naval standpoint because I've used FLIR, and FLIR is 
great unless they have glass because you can't read heat signatures through glass for whatever reason. But um, if you're familiar with the San Diego Bay and have at the close to the mouth of the San Diego Bay is Point Loma. And that's relatively close to the airport. So they all fly over there. So there's a lot of flying. So you're aware of air traffic and stuff. If something's different and like, you're not only just working with them down in San Diego, you're working with the coast guard for internet, you know, like people traveling from Mexico through the sea lines and everything else. So if something is out of normal, personally, me as a Coxon, if I had ever seen anything like that, I would have been like, what the hell is that? Let's, uh, try to reach out, and if they don't respond on the international radio, you know, which is, I forgot, Channel 14 or something, um, and they're doing evasive maneuvers, and we shoot warning shots with tracers at them, um, are we are we just prolonging the inevitable, or do you really think that the government has some sort of treaty with these extraterrestrial-like beings? Because if I was in control, honestly, Ben, 100%. 14 of them or not, um, uh, we're protecting the United States, even if we're out there doing drills, what, which is what we were doing because we operated mostly OCONUS, like uh, out, of, you know, out of the continental United States. Right. And we were not able to engage or do anything to civilians because of, we have rules here in the United States. Military cannot engage <laughs> civilians, even if it's is like a uh, like a, a warship going through. So we'd escort the warships, we'd tell them, and we'd direct them elsewhere, but we were not allowed to shoot them, and which is fine because our people, and, you know, we're, we're taught a certain set of rules when we go overseas that's a little bit more relaxed than here in the United States because the Coast Guard is the only one that has any type of authority here in the United States. But if I'm the United States Navy and I'm getting swarmed by 15 things moving in multiple directions, I would be in fear for other people's lives, which is actually the first justification of deadly force in the United States military. There are 11 justifications, some say 12, but 11 justifications for deadly force. And that is the first one, self-defense and defense of others. Right. And if you are within 1,000 meters of a United States vessel, um, you do not have good intentions because we have multiple procedures that we go through where we reach out to them. They have the, uh, basically it's like a loudspeaker, but it's extremely high volume. Um, and, and you see 15, I mean, it just, it really blows my mind that the fact that we've never engaged any of the, like, what are they scared? Like I've never been on something where I've seen that. Like I told you, I was there for seven years. Never seen that because it would have been a different story because personally I care about the United States people and I don't care if it's a damn alien, uh, a robot, uh, a, a Chinese warship that I popped up in there. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I got you. That's, I got that's you. why we win war. Like, I got you. Let, let, let me explain. I, I think this is what's happening. Just I have a hunch here. Uh, again, I have no evidence to back this up, but I think at some point that was probably the case. Right. I mean, you have you have uh, things that are a little more public, like the Battle of Los Angeles, right, where uh, in uh, in World War Two, just off the coast of L.A., they shot the shit out of a UFO in the sky and nothing happened to this thing. It just floated away after they just unleashed hell on this thing. 
So I think that in some capacity, it's happened. It's just probably before our lifetime, right? And so they've shot at these things. Again, a hunch. Uh, one, one example, the Battle of L.A. But there are probably incidents where they have shot at these things to no effect. And so as a result, right, it becomes just kind of like the standing order to not shoot at him because it has no effect. So why bother? Right. So then it becomes another thing entirely. And I think that's the scary part. Not scary, but let's say concerning. You know, like I say scary is like a, what I mean is just to be concerned about is that I think that if if uh, we've been ordered to not report these things and, you know, it's like uh, it's kind of like the weather. Right. If it's rainy outside, big deal. It's rainy outside. It happens from time to time. I think they're being treated kind of like that, you know, like, OK, well, they're here. You know, they, they don't bother us. We're not going to bother them, you know, because we probably have shot at them because it, it stands to reason at some point somebody did. Right. I mean, I'd be I'd be scared for myself or other people if these things showed up and I'm like captain of a ship or something. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's happened in the past. I've participated in Fleet Week in Los Angeles because we don't have like a, an official Navy base there. We do a showing of force in L.A. But out of San Diego, 100%, if you look up Coastal Riverine Squadron 3, we are the ones that escort them in and out of the San Diego Bay. So to never hear anything about this is completely, I mean, I mean you work with these people all the time. You hear all these, I know the people, like I told you, that were um, captured by the Iranians. That was our command as well. There's 11 Coastal River, that, which are in charge of escorting USNS ships and USS ships, so naval ships, supply ships, which they're not technically Navy ships, but they're USNS means United States naval ships, but it's it's filled full of civilians that have like the oil. They're they're contractors, so we touch these ships every single time that they go out, and the fact that we have people on the bridge, um, which uh, it, I don't, I, I'm I'm out of the Navy for a while, so I think I can kind of explain this that um, you have one person from your command that escorts you out on the ship because that has the best vantage point. We have small boats that surround the ship, um, which we are, the person who's in charge of everybody who goes out there is on the bridge, which is with the captain and which is with the, whatever, the E2 that's technically driving the boat. You know, they say, turn two degrees southwest, da 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 and they say, okay, that's that turning two degrees. You, you don't think that you would hear that from the bridge, they're going to call, like we see unidentified. They're saying, oh, no, 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 just leave that. that that's normal. <laughs> yeah, like, well, again, and you, you've said it. if it's been happening for 100 years, then yeah. Again, if, there, if there's literally no, nothing you can do to stop them or change the effect of what's happening, you can't do anything about it. You don't do anything about the it. The thing is, I've never, I've never heard it. Seven years, never heard a single piece from from the the captain or anything else because every single vessel that crosses the bow or anything we contact them every single one and if there's any veterans in here that were in the navy they 100% know anything because uh against like the united states crossing the bow is like a serious thing on a ship because the ship cannot stop yeah like very easily, you know, we're talking carriers and stuff like right. we're not super heavy, in, like and now where they don't carriers, but it's big deal for somebody to cross the bow of a ship and they, you know, they blow the whistle three times. I mean, there, there's all kinds of procedures that go 
and the fact that they saw this shit you know, multiple times. I, For days, weeks, on, weeks on end. Weeks on end, man. Not just once. Weeks on end in these, some of these cases. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So why? So what's your explanation as to why not? Just because you don't think that it, it would do anything, so we just don't. So like, if there's there's a government or uh, China is just beating the shit out of us, we we don't even try anymore. I mean, that's not even close to the United States. No, no, that, <laughs> and you know that. Well, of course. We you, so you misunderstand what I'm saying. My hunch is that they have shot at these things before and it had no effect. So if that's the case, shooting at them does no, no, nothing good, right? You're wasting resources it, it, when you shot at them. Like I said, I don't know. I could look into this and we could talk about this maybe more in depth another time. But I don't know. That's my hunch. Only because like you would expect, uh, you know, many times we, we do. We shoot at these things. If they're unidentified and they're close to a ship that looks like it might be a threat, the, it, things get shot down. It's the way it works. You know, we shoot down drones. We shoot down those motorboats out there in the Middle East that are trying to hijack, uh, you know, some of our, our military crews. I mean, it happens. It, it's part of just being being a world military, you know, especially the United States military. And in Israel, we fund the Iron Dome, which shot multiple things. So yeah. we just say, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. funds wasted here in the United States on something, even though you, you might not think you're, it's collective data, regardless if you're missing or not. I, I just think that the stories that are coming out and stuff, I, I think it's a little bit wild. Um, and it just kind of triggers my brain to think, like, um, what's really going on? And, I mean, I like I said, I've been in the bridge, and I've never heard anything like that. And I, I would like to be there in these situations. You know, when they're talking and stuff, like, oh, oh holy shit, there's 15 people. I mean... In real life, whenever that shit happens, people are really freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know you're, you're you're like hot spot of all of this, you know, the the origin. I would say close to in the United States, your your Vegas area. Yes, correct? yes, Las Vegas. You know, if yep. I'm wrong, yep, you're, yep. You're, Vegas. That's the hotbed. I know. Of I've seen them. All of it. I've seen some. I've seen some. Yeah, I know. I know. That's part of the reason why I moved here, to be honest. Did you call? Did you did you call when you saw them? Because I've done that too. You know, I saw something in um, when I was living out at my old house out in East Orlando. I saw a lot of like sparkling. I I, I called the airport and said, you know, I think I I see something. Is is there a flight track that goes through this area? And then, oh, they they actually confirmed that. And I said, I've I've never seen this before. Or I mean, who who do you call whenever you see something like that? Or did you call, or you just hold that personal? I reported it online. I reported it to uh, the National UFO Reporting Center. That would be newfork dot org, I believe. Newfork dot com. N U F O R C. Uh, so, but again, right, it, it just goes into a database and, you know, uh, like there's really no, no good, you know, jurisdictional, you're not going to get anything. If you call Nellis, they're going to tell you, nope, nope, nothing. Sorry. You know, even if you get through, so I don't know, I'm not sure there's a good thing. Hey, we'll, we'll continue this conversation. Okay. We got Kelly on the line here with us still. We're going to, we're going to, like I said, we're watching the propaganda close. We're still talking about you were in the right place, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you yeah. as part of this sorry. and sh- sharing information. Sorry, go ahead. I said, I just wanted to say the F word one time because it's, it's the third hour. Go ahead, sir. 
Oh, I, I said I just wanted to say the F word one time because it is the third hour. I see. I thought you said one more time. So I was like, go right ahead. <laughs> Let's hear it again. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, All right, I'm cool. A uh, Matt in the chat says, when you see a UFO, call this show. There you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I appreciate it, Ross. You're the best. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Thanks, bro. We'll talk Thanks. to you later. Thanks, bro. Have a great night. You, you were starting to cut out there, so it's a, it's a, it's a good time. And uh, let's get back to Kelly, and let's finish this sucker up. Let's finish this show up. Let's uh, unmute Kelly. Where do I do this? Uh, there we go. There's the mute button. Sorry about that, Kelly. A little bit long of a call there, but it's okay. I think uh, you probably heard a bunch of that. Uh, uh, what do you think? Uh, so, so what he was saying is that uh, UFOs, are you there, Kelly? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. So he was saying that uh, why don't we shoot at these things? So my hunch was, you heard me say, that uh, I have a hunch that maybe we did shoot at them, and it had no effect. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, it's interesting, because he was asking if there were any military personnel, which I was. I was an aircraft, air, and what they call an airframer, and I was an aircraft structural mechanic on all aircraft that was on an aircraft carrier. I've been on three different aircraft carriers, four different deployments. And many, many, many workups that were off the coast of Colorado or Colorado, California, where he's talking about down in uh, North Island. So the thing about it is, when he's saying that if these things were swarming, and you know, what's interesting is being out in deployment, like I said, I won, I did a uh, one uh, Westpac and or no three Westpacs and one Rimpac. Westpac goes all the way out to the Gulf, and Rimpac just kind of sticks around, like we're Japan area. It's uh, like the fifth fleet. There, this is all separated by fleets. You got fifth fleet, seventh fleet, right? And the other ones are on the uh, on the east coast. But the thing is, is when you have something that's unidentified, right? So our radar systems, believe me, believe us, uh, believe this or not, but our radar system is going to tell you what aircraft and you know an enemy aircraft besides ours, right? It's going to identify that. That's how we know as aircraft carriers and like cruisers, which he's talking about the cruisers and destroyers. Cruisers have the exact same radar systems and weapon systems as we do on our aircraft carrier. So, and if we ever go to war, we ch we power all systems down, and when we come back up, the electromagnetic field that the the cruiser is going to send out is going to be looked like to radar systems as the aircraft carrier. And the aircraft carrier is going to try to make itself look small, look looks like you know one of the destroyers or cruisers. So it's kind of like a you know a game that they play. But the thing about when he's saying that all these things were out there, you know, forming around an aircraft carrier, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did something. You know, the thing about it is when something like that happens, and you'll know it too because they call this thing as was they call what they call Snoopy. They call out and these these Snoopies come out. And what they are is these guys come out with big-ass cameras or, or uh, binoculars. And if it's something interesting they need to take a look at, they, need it, they will take photos and video or, you know, photos and videos of what they can't see on radar, what's kind of close, or what they can't identify. Or, you know, and that could be anything, anything that's on the water or even they'll call Snoopy out. And when you hear Snoopy, that's when we used to look too, because you know I'd be working on air on the uh, and on the flight deck on an aircraft carrier, and I'm looking around. And you know, my first deployment, I didn't know what the hell that shit was. And then when I was told, my second, third, and fourth deployments, I used to have these big ass binoculars I took with me, so I wanted to see what the hell they're seeing. And you know, so 
but my, you know, I could only see so far because I can't, you know, be whipping at this big ass shit, you know, around the flight deck or you know, flight ops is going on. Saying so, yeah, you'll 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 hear that something that the Navy doesn't understand or doesn't see or you know can't see, because our early warning systems, not only from our radar systems, you have what they have is called an E two. Right, and that's our early warning a bird, and that thing flies over the horizon. That we're, our radar systems can't, you know, they're shooting straight forward. So over the horizon, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to. You know, for the flat earthers, there, it's not going to, it's not going to, you know, the radar system doesn't see over the curvature. So you need an E two, which bounces that information from the aircraft that's flying over above us down to the aircraft carrier, so we can see past the horizon. So. When we can't see that stuff, yeah, you'll hear you'll hear that call. It's called Snoopy Way, Snoopy Way, and these guys come running out. And you know those guys are working what they call the blue aircraft carrier, right? And all that is all radar systems were, and that's like the hush hush room. That's where all the shit happens. Like if something happens where you know like an aircraft gets past our certain like a certain aircraft or something's coming in inbound missile, yeah, that's where all that stuff where these guys you know are gonna do their work. They, the arm, they'll start arming the, you know, rolling airframe that we have, or you know, these other weapons that we might have, and we'll take out what's, you know, is coming out. But if this thing is flying around at Mach, you know, from zero to Mach twelve in, you know, in two seconds, what are you going to do, really? Boost, I muted myself. Sorry about that. Yes, that was my point, kind of, is that, uh, so one, in many cases, you have a hard time really actually shooting these things because of how, how they're bouncing around like a ping pong ball. But then two, uh, even if, like I said, the Battle of Los Angeles kind of proves that at some point they did shoot at UFOs. And if there was no effect, I think that uh, it would probably be a standing order to just not, right? I mean, so I don't know. I, I'm assuming that, that at some point, you stop doing a thing that's not effective, especially if it's it, you determine things to not be a threat. And that's, you know, again, uh, that guy, uh, Ryan Graves, a fighter pilot on the East Coast out there, said that they saw him every day for two years. So if that's the case and you're used to seeing these things, I, I would expect them not to shoot, right? I mean, that, that just makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay, so now this is the question that I have, and this is why I question all that. Like we were talking on a show that, Okay, so I think that the military knows what these things are because if they're seeing these things off the coast of the of on the east coast and the west coast, like from the Nimitz, right? That's that's all on the east. That's that's on the west coast. That aircraft carrier is on the west coast. It's in San Diego. I did two deployments on that thing, right? So, and then you have the ones on the east coast. They're seeing that shit. They're seeing that off off the coast as well. And you know, if you're saying for like how many years that was, to me. They know what that is. That means that they're not letting these pilots know exactly what these are. But, you know, yeah, they're going to tag and say, hey, uh, we don't. I, I seen something I didn't, you know, they're going to, you know, write it up. But if they did, you know, and if it was close and if they did have a, a chance to chase it or, you know, try to take it down, they will take the chance. They have chased these things. But if like, again, if you're chasing it, hell, these things could chase missiles. They showed, like, a, there's a video, like, a world famous, it's a famous video. We, no one's seen it, but, you know, everybody's talked about it where they, you know, launched a missile. I think, I don't know if it was an MX missile or what. But if, if you can chase down a missile, fly around it, shoot, like, different areas around it, and then, you know, take it out. I mean, seriously, what are you going to do with the, you know, what are you going to try to shoot it down? I mean, if you can, if, 
Yeah, I mean, it, no, no one says that you can't shoot it down, but you know, I mean, most of the time that, like you're saying, you know, the Battle of Los Angeles didn't do shit. You know, we killed more people than with with falling shrapnel than anything else when that shit happened. You know, but like even now nowadays. So again, they would have to. Ha- I would say they know what these things are. They just, you know, they want to see the flight characteristics and you know everything else. Maybe it's ours, you know, flying along with them. So. But if not, if these things are coming out of the ocean, because there's a new uh, video that that was shown where one shoots out of the like it was a uh, film by a fisherman, and it came to, uh, come out of the ocean and flew into the sky. So if you're talking something like that, yeah, that's that's not ours. Yeah, no, it, it, it you would expect it not to be. Uh, so, so I don't know. Anyway, like I said, that uh, this this is a uh, this is one of those ongoing conversations here that. Uh, we don't know. I, I think there's a, there's a lot of uh, particular questions here that still need to be asked, and that's why we do this, you know. Is, uh, and you, have you noticed, do you pay attention to uh, the news and how they, it seems to be very binary, right? With, uh, with the, it's, it's either, well, it's, you know, these things are a threat or, you know, these things are aliens. It's like, it's like a, once again, the conversation is very narrow on, even with UFOs, kind of the, the questions we can ask, right? Because if you, if you doubt Lou Elizondo, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're doubting like a patriot, you know, and you're, you're an asshole for asking some questions. You know what I mean? Have you, have you noticed that sort of thing with uh, these narratives and these UFO narratives as they're bouncing around here? Yeah, because they're not even actually trying to get to know what, like, doing some real journalism, because that shit's dead. But if they really wanted to figure, you know, they're just trying to push a narrative around, you know? It's almost like, you know, they're, here, look over here, look over here, you know what I mean? Because, you know, it's it's the same, it's the same questions, it's the same shit, every channel, you know, you, you hear them like, you know, what is it? Oh, they talked about it, so, uh, yeah, Lou is on it. They bring up the same guys, same thing, same information. It's not like hardcore journalism. We're like, all right, we want to know they're pressing. You know, they're asking like real serious questions from the, you know, the 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 president, you know, the vice president, you know, the Congress as well. You know, everybody's gonna say, oh, uh, you know, we asked, but you know, the government's saying, well, you guys are fucking government. You know, I mean, can we get an answer here? It, well, exactly, and and you get Obama with the cheeky answer, you get Biden with the cheeky answer, you get the stupid. Uh, uh, scripted response from uh, the redhead chick in the the White House. It's it just like, come on, really? Like, it's it's not like it's not helpful. There's so much of this is not helpful either. And so 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 people are just like, yeah, UFOs. You know that they kind of miss the forest for the trees. That okay, yeah, sure, fine. But what about all this other crap? Again, back to Project Blue Book. What about the cigar-shaped ones? What about the saucer-shaped ones? What about all these crazy things that have been seen over dozens or hundreds of years or thousands of years even? that they're not even talking about and people are conflating it all to be one thing. And that one thing is whatever narrative is coming out of Washington. And that's what I don't like. That's what I don't like about this. It's not, uh, there's, there's too many things. There's too many things to really just boil it down to those three stupid videos. So anyway, yeah, I mean, but you, you know, people real ufologists like, or people like ourselves, you know, cause that's what I call myself a ufologist because I, I, you know, I'm looking in for, again, you know, like I look for that in everything. I look into religions, ancient alien, uh, even that, that culture. Is, it's, it's, you know, people think that all is, you know, they call it, they want to kind of mock it, but they have no answer for it. That's why, you know, they call it poodle science and all that other shit. You know what I mean? Because they have they, real, if you're calling real science, scientists, real, you know, you know, people that, 
into different types of science, they're not going to tell you that shit either because they're all, all of them are all government funded. And if they don't want to break, you know I mean? Like if they're coming out of universities, they don't want to break any of that, you know, lose the funding and all that shit. But yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole or ancient aliens. They're, 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 that's the real truth right there. That's the real truth because they don't have answers for any of that shit. They don't, they really don't. I mean, look at the skulls in Peru. Come on. Look, I mean, just look at that shit. I mean, there's scientific proof that that shit is not human. We're, we're looking at something that is not. And if, like I said, you know, DNA and all that stuff too, uh, you know, I'll keep saying it. It's, it's in the DNA. And, and people don't really realize is that we're not looking for, what they're looking for in DNA is, you know, is the real human, you know, where the missing link and shit was. And they're not going to find it. It's in the stories that you just got to read them. Yeah, I mean, there's a, and there's a lot of that out there, of course. You know, the forbidden archaeology. We talked about that a lot on this show. Uh, but we're done, man. Let's wrap this up. So, so what, you got a uh, like a final thought on maybe the just back to where we were before we started on UFOs. There, uh, UFOs is always a good talk, so I'm not I'm not complaining about that. But just back to the portals for a minute. Uh, what do you think? Uh, oh, if you got to wrap that up into maybe a couple thoughts, what, what do you think it is? For me, um, portals. There, you know, it's all like I said. We were talking. Uh, it's all energy vibration as well. It could be jump gates. You know, there's a. Uh, uh, there's a uh, physicist I actually uh, shared on air. His name is uh, uh, Hussein, I think it is. I, I can't pronounce his last name, but yeah, he talks about like how these, you know, look like planetary size UFOs, you know, and that's the truth too. You see that on Soho, on a, you know, on the things. But yeah, these things are are opening up jump gates. They're somehow aligning. Uh, that's where you get the, uh, you know, these. Uh, um, the string theory and stuff like that, you know, but if you have an engine that could, you know, shoot your, your, whatever you're propelling you in, you know, into the string theory, into a, into a singularity and into another singularity, it's, it's the same. So you could just jump out anywhere, but yeah, you know, like any kind of forces here on the planet and I'm pretty sure it's happening any kind of planet where you see, you know, I mean, we don't, I mean, Mars would be the closest thing we would say that, you know, you could, you know, if we stick around that, place a little bit longer but i'm pretty sure that place has got the same thing you know it's every planet wobbles you know they're stretching they're not always going to be round you know different the their pool you know from the sun you know they're so yeah i would say you know it's a possibility a major possibility that these things are opening and closing you know different time frames and different movements in the stars and, and planets alignments you know that's that's bound to happen yeah, yeah, I think so too. And uh, uh, just based on uh, all the things we're hearing, right, with, uh, again, the hotspots, I think that uh, it's, it's likely. And uh, what's coming in and out of them, I think, is another question entirely, maybe for another show. Uh, I, I appreciate you and your input, your time tonight. Uh, as always, fantastic shit, Kelly. Anything else while we got you on? No, man. Just uh, everybody have a good night. We'll see the family tomorrow. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Say hi to Michelle for us. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, let's, uh, let's finish this sucker up. Let's do it. I'll move Kelly out to the, uh, let's see, out to there. There you go. Kelly to the FK. Thank you. Thank you for the call, Kelly. Good shit. And uh, let's wrap it up. I got a, we, I got a, a wayward straggler in the Discord. We're, we're out of time, my friend. If you want to go, you better go. You better go. Oh, you're just listening. I got you. All right. So uh, 
All right, so th- this is the deal, right? We're, uh, we, uh, as always, like the, this is a wide-ranging conversation. So we start one place, we end up in another place sometimes. And that's okay, because uh, God willing, we have tomorrow, we're going to continue talking about these things. Tomorrow, we'll have Ash, the reptilian, on with us. And we're going to, as, as always, right, he's here. We're going to be talking, taking a hefty dose of the maybe juice and, and maybe speculating. Uh, cosmic speculations, right? Uh, co- it needs to be like a segment. Welcome to Cosmic Speculations with Ash, the reptilian from Mars. You know, something like this. But but uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to do our thing. You guys know the drill. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific, more. A couple hours on uh, Fringe FM, and then we'll do another a third hour uh, commercial free after that. And uh, do our thing. Talk about uh, weird stuff like we always do. So um, do your thing, and uh, you know the drill. You know the drill. Let me play some outro music. And uh, again, thank you all for listening. Thanks for all the great input in chat. Thanks for all the great phone calls tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to the folks that support the show. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Let's play uh, this. Let's finish with this. So at the end, of course, uh, we have tomorrow, God willing, like I said. So let's, uh, let's uh, cheers. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Please spread the word. If you haven't given us a review on iTunes yet, please do. I appreciate that a lot. We have several new reviews, and that uh, that review page is looking really good, guys. Really good. You guys have uh, put all kinds of really good information up there. Um, lots of five-star reviews. Uh, lots of great uh, uh, little uh, mini-reviews letting people know what this show's about. So thank you very much, guys. Uh, like I said, if you want to support the show, uh, Patreon. It's uh, I'm going to link it in. Actually, let me get it. May as well just get it and link it so everybody knows. If you uh, if you uh, watch the uh, uh, the the other show, uh, you could also support. You can support us on Twitch or on Patreon or wherever. It's all good. It's all good. We got uh, several supporters now, and uh, things are looking in the right direction. And like I said, the more su- support we get for the show, the more uh, time we have to do more of this type of stuff. So. Appreciate that a lot. There it is. And uh, as we finish, Angela says this. The military was all over the fire explosion in the park, North Carolina, a few weeks ago. Interesting. I hadn't heard that. Uh, Some things to look into. Like I said, it's hard to know all the things. It's hard to follow up on all the things, but we do our best here. And uh, with your help, we, we, uh, yeah, hopefully get closer to the truth. Anyway, as we finish, like I said, like I always say, be sure, be strong, be true. Thanks for the calls. Thanks for the chat. Thanks for all the, uh, thanks for not being mean to each other, guys. Thanks for not being shitty in the chat. And, you know, like, uh, every once in a while we'll get some dill hole in here that tries to make a, make a, a fuss or a scene or, you know. So thank you. Thank, it does mean a lot that we've uh, got a, a nice group of people together that even if you don't believe the same things, we're not trying to shit on each other. That's not what this is about. So thanks again. We're done. See you tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. For our trouble wise to yours, have a great night. Talk to you tomorrow.
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.